Is Elroy done complaining yet? Are we tired of Vulgar yet? Does X have the coolest mustache of them all? This is Achievement Hunting 101. Hello, and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, a show that's all about sprinkles, lollipops, and rainbows, and chivos. It's the feel-good show of podcasts there is. Joining me today is no other than Vulgar. Welcome back, man. You took a week off. No, I was there. I was there the whole time. They just muted me. (laughs) Oh man, you're just going for some kind of record here or something. And um, speaking of records, X, what's up, X? What's my record? Know, you're just breaking records, man. I mean, you're just big time. Oh, is it that I'm not the noob <laughs> anymore? Are we gonna haze vulgar for 25 minutes oh, like you did with me? Yeah, man. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I feel like we already kind of. You know, gave him a little taste of that as we, you know, just didn't acknowledge his presence last time. <laughs> so, yeah, so this is your first time recording his official staff with the nice color-coded. Um, has it Go been going to your head at all? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I went out and I, I bought a Corvette. and uh, Va- Oh, vanity yeah. plates? <laughs> yeah, vanity plates. Uh, is your tag staffer. <laughs> D-host? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, here comes the host." Yeah, uh, fur coats, um, yeah. you know. But no, it's serious. In all honesty, I don't think any of this will go to my head. You know, before you guys invited me to staff, uh, you know, I was uh, vain and pompous. So really, none of this is going to change me at all. Quite vulgar, <laughs> you might say. Heck yeah, I, brother. Just a- just a side question. Have either of y'all ever had vanity plates? No, but I've thought about getting some because here in Nebraska, we can get uh, mm-hmm. Cornhusker plates. And I've thought about getting those because of GBR. Oh, man. I know X has been debating getting the Pennsylvania tag that says 1-M-I-L-G-S. <laughs> I've mulled over a vanity plate, honestly. <laughs> um, believe it or not, in Pennsylvania, EXE is available. Oh wow! Just yeah, and I'm like, buy I, so? I could get yeah, just X. Like I could do that, but then every single one of my students would know who I am. Oh well, yeah. and There's also that. you're opening yourself up for a joke at the mechanics when you know car.exe isn't working. <laughs> but that would be okay. <laughs> I'd be yeah. okay with that. Well, I actually had some. I uh, once upon a time Rhino I had... King. Can I just call it? Is it Rhino King? Um, we, well, my wife had one and I had one. We, I don't know. We must've gone through a phase or something. And so, um, my wife got Rhino QT cause that's her moniker as like, <laughs> I'm Elroy OJ and, uh, hers is Rhino QT. Uh, when she's using it like in an email or whatever, it's spelled out and, but you know, obviously you run out of letters. So you use the letters QT and it was actually kind of funny because our neighbor, uh, asked us if she worked for Rhino Court. It's like a nasal drug of some sort. And uh, because QT, the abbreviation for court, like the unit of measurement, like gallon, quarts, ounces, you know, quarts. So, sure. yeah, so she thought that she worked for Rhino Court. And uh, 
I don't know. It's kind of funny to us. And then mine was uh, actually move zig, and uh, I don't know how. I don't know if anybody All besides your base? L. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I knew L would get it, but uh, I was like the move zig part, and uh, because you got to move zig, you know, for great justice. And so uh, I had move zig, the Tennessee plate move zig, and I got one compliment on it once when I was at a gas station. Uh, But that's uh, other than that, I don't think anybody knew what the hell it was. So anyway, there you go. There's your random fact for today. That's uh, from the maybe classic Genesis shooter Zero Wing. By the way. There you go, yeah, for sure. And I may or may not be able to f- dig it up and put a picture in the Discord just out of context before this comes out. That's there the you go. best way to do things. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, today we were going to start things off a little different. Uh, we've decided to forego the what have you been playing uh, segment. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with it. We just figured we'd uh, keep things a little fresh. So we decided to repackage it in a format that you will completely not recognize as a repackaged version of what have you been playing. So we give you today the good, the bad, and the grindy. And so we're just going to tell what from our week falls into those three categories. So X, this is exciting. We're trying something new. Whew. If anyone so, is, If anyone's worried, it's, it's really not. So it'll be okay. It'll be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We're so, following the format. It's going to be okay. Yeah, so, so we pack- have no idea. New packaging, same great taste. There you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we, we have no idea which one he's going to go with first. So this is just, we're on the edge of our seat. Is he going to go with the good? Or is he going to go bad? Grindy? I mean, I don't know. It's a 33% chance with either one of those. I, so, I'm going to start with the bad. Number three. Oh, oh, we're doing it like that. Number no, three. No, 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 um, I don't have a specific uh, bad for this past week, but um, mm-hmm. if you're in the Discord, you know that I just bought an SSD this week, and the short version is that the bad is now anything not installed on my SSD, because holy crap, what a world of difference that thing makes. Oh, yeah. Like on in a computer, for sure. Um, yeah, the old whirly... Hard drives, man. That's like caveman stuff now. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I, I benchmarked, I guess, for lack of a better term, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. My loading mm. screens were taking, like, 35, 40 seconds, and now I can fast travel from one end of Greece to the other in about eight or nine seconds. It's incredible. It's, it's <laughs> cut, like, the average estimate is 80 to 100 hours. I'm about to clear the base game in 60, and I largely attribute that to the SSD, <laughs> not having well, to stare is- at loading screens. <laughs> Well, that adds up. I mean, how much time are you saving each load screen there? Oh, it's so, it's significant. So that's short, sweet, and to the point. That is my bad, is any game that's not on my SSD. Uh, and that, that really gets me hyped for next gen, too. But that's the, a conversation for later. The real test is how it does with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 or GTA 5. Because those games have what I'd like to call introspective loading screens. <laughs> you can, you know... Start the game up, maybe go get some lunch, you know, drive across town, say hi, talk to your mom, and then it'll be about time for the game to start. Someone, it might have been you, actually. Someone said that in Discord when I said I got my (laughs) SSD. They're like, Red Dead, you gotta do it, which I'll never play that game. So, you know, I appreciate the advice, though. But you can be a cowboy. It's on Game Pass. Just try it out. See what I I actually own it. I I bought it for my brother as a Christmas Uh, present. Just play Westerado. It's the same thing. It's just less tedious. And fewer so, buttons. Yeah. 
you can just knock that out and yeah plus that's catchy music <laughs> there we go so vulgar which one are you gonna hit us with first hmm let's go with hmm. the grindy oh uh, i had to give it some gusto here man yeah. uh so I just decided to pick games from my past because y'all haven't heard me talk in my dulcet tones. And I just played a lot of games. So I just wanted to pick the grindiest game I knew, which was Friday the 13th, the video <laughs> game. Not the yeah. one for the NES, mind you, but the one for mm. the Xbox One, which requires you to play, at a minimum, 2,000 matches of Friday the 13th, the video game. <laughs> Now, at so Friday point, the 1300th time, is that uh, oh, what we're hearing here? Friday Dude. the 1300th, maybe? <laughs> yeah, no, you you actually have to get 1313 counselor, counselor kills with Jason. Oh. Uh, it is a cool game. If you, I am a fan of the series. I legitimately bought it before it was Games with Gold. But, and you can play all the different Jasons. Uh, it's very likely that you have it. Um, but if you do want to go down this road... Be prepared for a lot, a lot of time. It it'll take you forever, and I still haven't <laughs> finished it. I quit. It was. I was, it I was, was just going to ask if you had that one or not. Does I, Does the trackers work on it, or is it the trackers do much... the trackers do work? But keep in mind, before every match, there is a little snippet where Jason kills a random count, camp counselor to establish how you know he is, and at the mm-hmm. end, there's something with Jason where he. Um, you know, goes back home or whatever, goes back to his mom. You know, he's a, he loves his mama, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as you do. Uh, I've actually timed it out. If you are interested in this, Camp Crystal Lake <laughs> Small has the shortest intro kill scene. And if you play as Friday the 13th Part 5 Jason, which is actually some dude named Roy, that's not here nor there. He actually is <laughs> picking a, on me, man. <laughs> he has a shorter uh, exit scene. Uh, but I still, with 2,000 matches, you're going to be looking at that for, I think, about 20 hours is those intro and opening screens. What What if you use uh, X's SSD uh, drive? There's there is no speeding eight, that up. 18 hours. It oh. is a cutscene that is unskippable. <laughs> oh, God. How long you're does each match take? So if you're grinding, that's the easy part because it'll be you and one fellow camp counselor and you'll teleport to the counselor and you'll kill the counselor and then you'll watch the end screen. So all told, it will take, if you're doing it that way, oh, about four minutes, I think, three to four minutes if you time it out exactly perfectly, uh, in which mm-hmm. case you still have to do a thousand, but that, but wait, there's more. <laughs> all right, you, Billy ooh. Mays. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's... Here. <laughs> All of you Sorry. also have to get every style of kill as Jason to get your PhD in Moida. You have to repair a boat a hundred times, repair a car one hundred times, escape from the police. You have to do so many things so often and so frequently on top of playing the two thousand games that it's just the most intense grind I have ever encountered. I, and I have, I don't really seek I, these things out, but yeah. All I, all I can say is, sham wow, that is a lot of stuff to do. Ah. I, uh... <laughs> you know what you should just do with that game? You should just slap chop it right off your hard drive. <laughs> yeah. Even though that was, hard, that yeah. was Vince, but whatever. That, yeah, it's yeah. okay. Vince offered. Yeah. Good, yeah. good time. Yeah. should also just do cocaine on a plane and die of a heart attack. I'm wow. Just saying, you know, I was going to say, you're, you're going to love his nuts. <laughs> But I'm like, no, that's too PG-13, so I won't it, say, you're going to love his nuts, but then you just do that, so. 
Yeah. Vince, okay. you're going to love his nuts. I'm going to need some OxyClean to get the taste of that joke out of my mouth. Yeah, well, uh, it's more just inform informational. But anyway, I, I, mean, I, I can think of some high-ranking figures who have told you to put OxyClean in your mouth recently. But hey, okay. So I am going with. I gotta go with the good, and not just because y'all went the opposite direction with the bad and the grindy. I'm going with the good because I am in good spirits today. I feel like a new man. I am unshackled. I have the 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 chains have come off so to speak. I have uh, completed the gauntlet. It is now over. Uh, I will describe it in much more detail to come, but just know that I'm back, baby. I'm back. Back doing what I'm supposed to do, which is just score, baby. Gamer score galore. I am back because I have no uh, challenge from a hypothetical woodland creature uh, in the north. I have no, that was Kush Moose in case you wanted, and I have no uh, ratio that I have to keep up. I have missed so much. I feel like I've missed the golden de- days of like gamer score, easy gamer score. Like when all those one games came out, what all you have to do is look in the menu and you get 600 points per game. Oh yeah, I can't wait for that. I missed so many rats. I missed uh, East Asia Soft coming to prominence. I've missed so many of these games and I am catching up on lost time. It felt so good today. Oh, today I I mainlined a rat right in, and oh man, I got that rush again. I I, I like I felt it, and do you need, uh, I. Do you need help? Huh? Sounds like you need help. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> because cocaine on a plane. But <laughs> <laughs> I uh, then I immediately went and hit the East Asia Soft Library. Oh, 1,000 right on in. It was like an old school um, uh, Asteroids clone with, uh, you know, I don't know. It was uh, Noel something, Noel Diver, Noel something. You don't even know know. what it is. You just played it because it was easy. It's Noel Drifter, (laughs) by the way. Yeah, Noel Drifter. And then then I was like, whoa, how about we go back to the rats? And so then I went back to the rats, and I did – what is it? Rush Rover. And I got my 3K today, and I thought, oh, I'm going to save some for tomorrow. So it felt good to be back, needless to say. And <laughs> so that was by far my good. Also, my good was Lonely Mountain because I finally burned all these preloads I had had waiting. Uh, funny story on that, but I won't steal the thunder. That is uh, a chewy story to tell, I think. Uh, but lo- playing Lonely Mountain into the wee hours of the morning uh, actually benefited me in other ways as well. So uh, make sure you listen to Chewy's uh, Challenge Championship uh, rundown, uh, and he'll t- ex- probably explain why. So there you go. That's my good. It's good to be free, my man. Can I just mm. have one legitimate question? I wish I could look you in the eyes and ask this. <laughs> sure. How is Kelly Kelly? Oh man. She she made it into a certain rundown that will come later. She's been a trooper, man. Um Well, I was gonna say I feel like tensions... today today was your day to save your marriage, and it sounds like instead of saving your marriage, you spent <laughs> it playing crap. So I oh, I'm worried oh, oh, about your marriage. Okay, hold on now. Get hold some on flowers now. or no. Right. You might notice there was a nice 
break in there. Uh, I mean, if you were following the feed, you noticed that it wasn't just like bam, bam, bam. There was this bam, bam, and then a little bit of and then bam. Because <laughs> I did go and I went and picked up our taxes um, and brought them home, something that's been needing to be done. I also scrubbed the litter box because we have a cat that's decided to pee on things now. And so uh, who briefly became an outside cat for about 30 minutes on Sunday, I believe it was. Uh, but, uh, you know, it distressed the other cat. So we let him back in and we're trying to inside litter box for a little while. But obviously you can't have a litter box. It smells. So I cleaned it up, you know, very thorough, deep cleaning. So it, it's spotless now. And for or at least for a little while. And then lastly, you might notice we were a little late to start recording today, right? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? That is because there is a fresh homemade lasagna in the oven that I had just completed making for tonight's supper. So there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. Ah. What are what are the lasagna shells made out of? The lasagna shells are made out of spaghetti squash and also threw a z- chopped zucchini in there. I would expect so, nothing less from you. So did you go with there the cottage go. cheese or are you more of a bechamel kind of man? What about ricotta? Uh, cottage cheese. Uh, ricotta. Cottage cheese. I put cottage cheese and then uh, some mozzarella, some spinach in there as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, some onion, mushroom, uh, some meat, some oh, you know, grass-fed, organic, of course. Yeah, but And uh, then uh, some uh, tomato paste or, you know, just... Yeah, tomato product and uh, uh, fresh herbs from the garden. Yeah, some oregano. Oh, man, I think I accidentally put one twig of mint in there. <laughs> I hope I got it all out. <laughs> I, I was just, I was, I was trying to hurry because I knew we were going to record. I was just cutting herbs left and right. And, and then uh, uh, I think I accidentally put some mint in there. Oh, it's going to taste terrible. I hope it's not in there. Whew. Man, and some basil. Mm, yeah, it's going to be delicious. So, uh, X. I think you got two left, man. You 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 did the the bad, so fifty fifty, man. I'm just I'm just gonna gun. go with good, and I'm gonna be oh, okay. gonna be um extra brief since, well, you weren't. Well, y'all kept asking <laughs> questions. You uh, asked me about my marriage, and of course, I'm going to explain and give myself husband points. So there you go. The public needs to know about Elroy's <laughs> lasagna. Yeah, that- see that <laughs> I went, we, we went a full we went a full circle there. We we you, you thought I was you were legitimately concerned that I was some uh, you know junkie, and now you think, man, he's actually a good husband. Well, I'm still legitimately concerned. You you can be both. <laughs> <Can't>. <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, my <laughs> my good um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. In the past two weeks, I have dumped about 62 hours into that game, and actually in 12 days. So, obviously, I'm That's enjoying awesome, the game. I have... I've unintentionally sort of started the DLC, um, just because there's some achievements that you unlock through skills without starting the DLC missions. So I was trying to do it mm-hmm. in, like chronological release like complete the base game and then complete all the title updates and then do the dlc that didn't quite work out but that's okay i have three things left to do in the base game then i'll have the base 1000 and you know i'll go from there i am loving every second of this game uh, I've just got so many questions here <laughs> what were the, what, a what are the three things b uh burning question man did you pick the guy or the gal i picked cassandra all the way i figure you know if i'm gonna be looking at an ass for a hundred hours <laughs> it better be cassandra's ass that's i can respect that yeah uh not supposed 
Um, <laughs> I picked the dude just because I was pick. I don't know the, the dude. I don't know why. I'm conditioned that way. If I have the choice, I always play as a female. And if you get to make your own character, I am always a redhead, green eye female with freckles named Bristol. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. No. How about that? That, that was you. That kind of backfired a little bit <laughs> around 2008 when uh, Bristol Palin was a thing, because everyone's like, "Oh, you're, you're naming your character after uh, Bristol Palin." Like, no, like I've had this character yeah. for six years. Like, whatever. Oh man, you just really like NASCAR, then? What? What is that? <laughs> it's a track. Oh, it's cars from Bristol. I'm, I'm glad that you didn't explain to here. me what NASCAR was. Cause... <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was tempted. I, <laughs> I do know that much. Elroy, what the heck was the other question you asked me? Who'd I play as? Um, what? No, what? No, what's the uh, what's the three things? What were the three achievements you missed? Yeah, what are you oh, uh, yeah, in the base game, I have not killed the Cyclops, I have not killed Medusa, and I have not completed all underwater locations. Is that because that is kind of the in-game stuff, or you just hadn't got around to doing it for some reason? I just sort of stopped in the middle of the mythical beasts questline. Oh. I took down the Minotaur, oh. and what was the other one? Minotaur? The Minotaur. Was killing Minotaur. the Minotaur amazing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's two <laughs> votes for Minotaur. <laughs> yeah, I took down the Minotaur and I beat the Sphinx, or outwitted the Sphinx, I guess. Oh, so I was still the, the, was the answer man? It's always man, isn't it? It wasn't. I had a, <laughs> the sun, Love. a river, Heart. and a fish, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. I have those three in the main game, and then um, the title update lost... Uh, stories of Greece, and then the DLC. And the stories from assume... Atlanta. <laughs> no, not those. Definitely not those. <laughs> oh, yeah. But awesome. I'm assuming well, that I'll I... enjoy it as much as I have the other 62 hours. So yeah, I'm proud of you, man. That's awesome. I at some point I am going to get back to that game. Um, I don't know. Probably still a couple years out, but it's going to happen. <laughs> it's it's on the wait. list. It's on the list. Yeah, it's going to happen. So. Uh, and for those of you who don't remember, I kind of ruined that game for myself because I uh, played user, created levels, and just leveled up to level 50. And now it's just like walk around, one hit, everything. And eh. But X told me I was that actually just going to say, yeah, you can. Yeah. There's an option in the settings to keep everything scaled so that it still provides a challenge. So, like the starting island, Kefalonia, the default is levels one to three. But as you level up, it becomes, you know, two to four and then you know, three to five. And right now I'm level 62. So Kefalonia is 60 to 63, I believe right now. So no matter where you go, things are still challengeable, I guess. It it keeps the game from becoming, you know, attack everything, one hit kill. Oh man, that's always my favorite part when you get to that part of the game where you can just go back and just dunk on (laughs) enemies that (laughs) gave you trouble. In your face! Well, it's not like an end-all be-all. You can turn it on and off as you please. Okay, cause like, so if, if you want a challenge, dude. go for it. And then, you know, after the main quest is over, if you just want to raffle stomp everything for the post game, go for it. Because, yeah, just, you... I don't know if y'all ever played Oblivion, but if you over leveled in that game, you can end up with some real silly stuff. Yeah. Where, like, because everyone stayed exactly <laughs> your level, which is weird. So you, so you, like, just demolish them and then you, like, stand over their corpses and wag the finger at them and go, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my Tombo's house. Okay. Okay, so, vulgar. Good or yeah. bad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was definitely bad. Uh, <laughs> um, so, speaking of lasagna and uh, 
the preparation and cooking thereof. The good game that I picked that I would highly recommend people play is Cook, Serve, Delicious 2. That was an A-plus segue. Yeah. It I, was. I, yeah. You know, I'm working on it. I'm, <laughs> oof, I got to get my segue. Uh, yeah, not Sailway, Chip. It's never Sailway. <laughs> uh, worn. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Uh, so Cook, Serve, Delicious 2. You play as a chef. Uh, who is a one-man operation of a restaurant, and you get to basically pick the different dishes that you're going to make, uh, and then you basically run from, uh, you know, open at breakfast all the way through, and you cook the dishes, which is a series of button presses, depending on what you're playing. So really, the game is kind of stressful, but there's a kind of zen that comes with doing the stress. So... For example, if lasagna is in the game, and to assemble it, you have to put the lasagna together by hitting button presses a specific way and cooking it and getting the people exactly how they want it. Otherwise, they will hate you. And your big goal <laughs> is to get as many perfect orders as possible and chain it together. And it's <laughs> fun. I love it. All right, so a couple questions here. Sure. So how similar is this to Overcooked? Not at all. Not at all. No, I've I've never seen it. So the theme, I guess, is the same. But basically, you'll just see a menu. So it'll say like one, two, three, four, five, and that's how many people that can have orders going at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you'll basically just click through the order and basically make their food and go on to the next thing. And also, when I said you're a one man operation, I mean it. Like you'll have to go unclog the toilets and like go Mm -hmm. take out the trash and do dishes. Like, you have no support staff. Uh, and, yeah, you just make money. And the it's a game that I haven't gotten all the achievements in. I doubt I ever will. It's pretty difficult, but uh, it's rewarding once you get the kind of flow of gameplay going. So Okay. Second question mm-hmm. was, now, do they follow, did they take a page of the Daisy uh, playbook. So if you're making this food, so for example, if you're making lasagna in the traditional sense and you use, you know, crappy prepackaged noodles, do you have a box in your inventory? And so then you have to actually open the box, or does it understood <laughs> that the box becomes open and lasagna noodles are in there? No, it. So thankfully, it did all the mise en place for you, and so you have all the ingredients all made. But there is times when you have to actually pay attention because there's more there's variations on the same dish. So someone might order a vegetarian lasagna, and so you have mm-hmm. to put in the right sauce, like veggie layer in there instead of meat. Otherwise, people mm-hmm. will get upset with you. And on some of the dishes, that's all of the complication with it is that, you know, say you have a salad, you have to put in all the different toppings for the salad. So some really trivial dishes become way more complicated than you ever thought they would be. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I would try it out. Uh, You know, I think last time I saw it, it was like I paid full price, which is, I think, 15 bucks because I loved the first one. I played it on Steam. Mm -hmm. But yeah, is it Game Pass? No, it is not Game Pass. It should be. Oof. I I can't guarantee that everyone would love it. It's it's a kind of an acquired taste, I would say. But if it piques your interest, if you like kind of managing stress and keeping like a whole I've described it as like keeping plates spinning. If you mm. if that's the kind of thing that interests you, like take a look at it, give it a shot. It's, it's, yeah, who doesn't like to be stressed out while playing a leisure activity? Yeah, uh, some people really do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'm just gonna keep on rolling. You know, I did the good. 
Now it's time for the bad. So much like the good, um, unfortunately, there's a bad. So G-Task is over in a loss. There you go. I said it. Yep. Yep. You got fifth place, man, out of how many people? I know. Uh, 2,000-ish. So, yeah, I'll go more into that. But I was sad to see it end in the sense that uh, whenever you pour so much time into something like this, uh, you know, it's kind of bittersweet when it ends. But... I'm actually really happy it's over. So, but it did kind of make me take a step back and be like, "Oh, I guess uh yeah, I guess it's over now." So, it's official. And the also with the bad. So, getting back to my normal form today, uh and doing a rush rover, the second rat of the day for me. Um there's <laughs> this one achievement in it. So, it's always bad when uh, it's always kind of intimidating when when you're watching a Bill's Achievement Land video and he's like, "Ah, oh, this one took 20 minutes there. This one took 15 minutes," and you're like, "You know, you're thinking, did it though?" And so then you get to the game, and then if you just, you know, if you do well in it and you finish it in 15, 20 minutes, that's what was expected. But when he lays that 15, 20 minute rule down, and then you start playing it and it just doesn't happen for you, then you start to feel bad about yourself. So Bill's. Please don't put those estimates in there. <laughs> and, and so today uh, I was a case of the latter. He's like, yeah, it's a 15, 20-minute game and blah, 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 blah. So um, in this game, you have to do something in one one go. So every time you die, you basically start all the way over. And by basically, I mean you do. It's not rogue, whatever those two things are. It's uh, it. What is it called where you just start from scratch? Uh, just normal game? Is there a name for that? I don't know. Just do over. Non-rogue. Yeah. Non-rogue. <laughs> non-rogue death? light. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's permadeath. There you go. I like that. So that's what this is. And so if you don't get it, you have to retry and get it the next time. You have to get good. So uh, there's uh, two achievements in the game worth 250 gamer score. Uh, one's for five blitzes and five unscathed, which means you finish the room in time, hence the blitz. You blitzed it. You blitz through it, and five times unscathed means you don't get hit. So it doesn't have to be the combination of the two together, uh, just total. So, oof, my goodness. I think the rules of the game were working against me. I couldn't understand how to get better weapons and uh, what have you, but I don't know if anybody else there had this problem, but it was it took me a while to get those. I finally got them. I was going to feel so bad if I came limping in here and say, yeah, I couldn't do it because it only has like a 1.14 ratio or something like that. And uh, if you've been watching my ratio lately, that's I've been doing so much more <laughs> difficult stuff and I couldn't get this stupid Rush Rover game to five levels. I mean, it was just stupid that I couldn't do it. So anyway, I finally did it, but I don't know what my completion time was but bills you made me feel bad about myself today see i thought you were going to go the other route with rush rover because when i've talked to people and, and my biggest problem was the dodge mini game where you have to dodge like oh. uh, however many bullets and last for 40 seconds so that was the one that gave me a lot of trouble so that's yeah what... that one that was second most challenging but for some reason the five blitz and five unscathed i could like you play, you get through it. The first level is just laughable. It's always super easy. The second level is pretty much the same thing. And then the third level, you get kind of, they actually start to be a little challenging. And then it's like, oh God, that, now there's like fault. There's enemies spawning all over the map and they all shoot at you and there's towers shooting at you. And I, I don't know. I couldn't get it where I had more than three easy levels. And then um, finally I got one. I had three easy levels 
and then I had the boss, and then I I finally got a better weapon, and then I just had to beat a couple of the more challenging stages. I finally kind of got the hang of it, but man, it took me forever. Did you have no problems with it? I, as far as I can remember, after I got the dodge, that was the first thing I did. I was just mm-hmm. like, well, I'll get all these dodge because that seems like it's an entirely different game mode. And then I started playing it, and I was like, is this what I'm going to have to be doing? Oh, no. <laughs> but after that, I think I did mine in about 40 minutes. Um, okay, that makes me feel a little better. I didn't look at a guide or anything, though. So Now you made me feel bad again. I just went, I went blind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't watched the guy because the 20-minute completion estimate kind of... I don't know, got in my head. And I'm like, why can't I do this? It's 20 minutes. So, <laughs> yeah. So, X, I have a feeling I know what you're going to go with to close us out here. I'm just going to chime in that you guys just talked about rats, and I was... Oh, it felt good. I was dead silent, because it feels good not knowing what the heck you're talking about. Oh, we're on, man, we're we on completely you. different wavelengths here. We we miss you in the hustle, man. <laughs> that's that's okay. I'm going to some... be the new rat king. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ooh, that's vulgar. That's fighting oh, words. That's fighting words. It. All right, so my I'm grindy loving... is Scribblenauts Unleashed in the Scribblenauts Mega Pack. Um, Kelsey that and I are awesome. Oh, the game is fantastic. One hundred percent, highly recommended. Um, you've you've actually played it, vulgar. I was going to pitch it over to you. Kelsey and I are going through the the shard, not shart, the shard. <laughs> that was, that was, man, you anticipated my next I called question. It. Um, the shard tasks. <laughs> yes. Where there's 217. I don't want to call them missions, like challenges. They're to honeydews, they're they're mini like puzzles. Yeah. Yeah, I, there's not really a good word for it. Mini puzzle works, task, challenge, whatever. <laughs> um, basically, it's just easier to give an example. So the one that I'm looking at, it's called Here Kitty Kitty. Oh, here Kitty Kitty. And it'll say like, and your clue is scary beasts aren't scary. You're like, what? So what do you have to do? You have to make a lion, <laughs> and then you have to make a lion tamer. Yep. Huh. Things like that. Some of them are really easy. Um, like, it'll be called Living Gingerbread Man. And then the clue will be like, mm. what if he was alive? Well, okay, I have to make a gingerbread man and then add the adjective living, and that one's easy. Some of them are, like, really obscure. Um, like, it's easy to see. And you have to make Don Quixote in a windmill. Like, what? Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> it's very makes specific. Me think of the, uh, and... the, 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 the Geico commercial with the sloth, and he's drawing a tandem bicycle, and... Yeah, it's like a stick. Y'all seen that one? Nah. That's what it reminded me of. I don't have cable. <laughs> oh. Uh, um, I'll send it to you. So they're they're not hard on them. They're, you know, by, by nature. They're, some of them are really tricky. There was one that completely stumped us that we had to look up. There's just 217 of them, and every single one of them, it, it, it takes eight or more button presses to get mm. to see them. Yes. So you have yeah. to that go terrible. to the pause menu, and then you have to go over four options to the right. You can't just hit left. You have to go over four to the right, click settings for some reason, and then in settings, go down and right to shards, not charts, and then <laughs> you have to click on the category that you want. There's eight categories, and then from there, it only displays three at a time, and every time you back out, it resets to the first three. So if you want to see challenges 28 through 30... You're clicking that next arrow, you know, nine times to get to challenge number twenty-seven, and it—it's just a very just, tedious, laborious process. 
I just went to like I think I went online and I just found like a whole list without solutions. I did a first pass through because I like playing the game. That's actually not e- in that pack. That's not even the grindiest one to be honest, though. So sorry. Oh yeah, there's the the, the superhero green, part. The Green Lanterns summoning all the Green Lanterns is the worst. Oh, I did that one actually. That only took oh. me about five ten minutes. Oh, I went through individually because I'm I'm a dork and I wanted to see them all. <laughs> Yeah, that would that would take a while. But anyway, that's that's my grindy. Two hundred and seventeen little missions with eight at a minimum, closer to probably fifteen button presses between. And they're oh. they're the challenges are fun. It's it's just a, a pain in the butt to get to them. Yeah, I'd, like I said, I would just print off. A, that's that's what I did because yeah, it's that that is the most obtuse. Uh, in a game that I love, the most obtuse menuing that I've ever seen. Yeah, it really is very <laughs> inconvenient. I actually didn't even know it was a thing until we like finished all the levels almost. We beat the main quest. We're like, how are we missing so many stars? Because it really is. It's buried in the options mm-hmm. so deep, and it's not really advertised anywhere. Yeah, you you might see them if you, like, depending on how you want to solve the puzzle, you might have accidentally unlocked a couple, but yeah. It's... I think, yeah, after beating the main story, and we did accidentally unlock a couple, I think we had like 12 out of 217 that yeah. we just naturally stumbled on without realizing it. Yeah, it's cool. It's so. a great game. Yeah, it is. The, right. the game itself is awesome. Just very grindy if you want to do all the achievements. And it's $40. <laughs> well, I got it on sale, and yeah, it's... <laughs> I think I, I paid 20 for it, and we have had way more than $20 worth of fun. Yeah, just always go yeah. for the... Uh... Not obvious solution is my only advice with Scribblenauts. The more out of the box you go, the more fun you will have. Absolutely. That is excellent advice, actually. <laughs> like, for example, for those of you who are unaware, I'm just winging this. So, oh my gosh, there's a tiger attacking me. What can it? You can build a cage and you can put the tiger in the cage. You can build a bazooka and obliterate the tiger. Or you can build a UFO and it will abduct the tiger. All three of them are valid solutions. Or you can turn the tiger into chocolate and get a fat kid to eat the tiger. Yep. <laughs> the amount of it sounds like a bizarre game. It man. is. The amount of coding yep. that they had to put in to make all that work is genuinely impressive, actually. <laughs> I'm envisioning them like having like a bunch of kids in like a think tank and they're like, So how would you deal with the tiger? And they'd be like, I turn it to chocolate and then eat it or something, you know. Like I'm just trying to think of where they derived that from, you know. You could uh, probably feed the tiger like a bunch of like camels <laughs> or something, and then you would have Oh, I thought you were gonna say children. Mama's got some treats for Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then you would have like overweight sleepy tiger and then the guy could get away. Yeah, it's and then the when they have the superheroes into the mix, that's when I have a lot of fun cuz you'll have people that run up and just like, "I want to see a superhero." And my goal was to never answer that with an obvious solution. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, well you're going to love Matter Eater lad. Here he is. <laughs> Here's Arm Fall Off Boy. Go nuts." <laughs> Well, vulgar, I'll just, vulgar. I'll just pass it on to you. Oh, since I was already talking, but uh, go do your job, Elroy. Pass it oh, along. All right. Yeah. Well, we're, uh, you know, I, I'm speaking of, you know, arm fall off boy. I was thinking of some stuff that could be bad. And uh, then I thought of vulgar and his list and uh, he's missing one. And I, you know, I just thought it was a good transition time. So 
I don't play a lot of games that I would consider to be really, really bad. But, like, I just put in the first game that I thought of, which is Hellblade. Said he was Sacrifice, which is a game that a lot of people genuinely love, I and I wish say, I did. You're really uh, poking the bear with that one. I really am. Uh, I, I, so, hey, I lost interest after 10 minutes on yeah, that thing. If, if you haven't played uh, Hellblade, uh, Senua's Sacrifice, uh, it is a game that consists mostly of I Spy puzzles mixed with bland combat and a really awesome visual style and presentation and story, uh, which is why you're playing <laughs> it. But if you want an actual video game, <laughs> that isn't one. It, it yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't get the whole darkness thing, and then like uh, I don't know, the whole thing was just weird. It was just weird. Lasers going everywhere, trying to line up doors, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I just I spent a long time just like, where is this rune? What is this doing? Why does that unlock a door? <laughs> I was following a guy, and I still couldn't keep up with him, man. I like, uh, I don't see anything that looks like this. What in the? And yeah, I just was not yeah. a fan. Other people are, and hey, if you like Hellblade. Cool. I wish I don't like and there's not a liking stack. Things. Yeah, there's a stack. I mean, go hog wild, man. I have. I am not going for it. I have a computer that could <laughs> run it, and I just don't care. <laughs> I don't want to do it. X, are you uh, just for that? I'm to... gonna. I'm gonna double stack it in the month of June. Do it. Go I'll do it. it. Yeah. We dare you. We'll dare you, man. <laughs> Which one first? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> So, all right. Well, I can't. I mean, I, I'm in full agreement there. Uh, um, for me, my grindy, uh, you talked about Friday the 13th. It made me think of a couple of different uh, games that I've been subjecting myself to in that tournament that just recently concluded. Uh, the first of which was Wargroove. Uh, either of y'all played Wargroove? Negative. I've heard of it, but I never gave it a yeah. shot. I, I, I kind of want to check it out though, because Advance Wars yeah. was my jam back in the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Some people don't know this about me, but I'm actually a, a fan of the turn-based strategy game. Uh, when I was growing up, uh, well, I'll actually mention this game later. But uh, I play a different game on my phone. I've played it for over ten years now. A mobile game on my phone. It's called Uniwar or U N I War. Uh, and it's basically a turn-based strategy game with people all across the, the globe. If you're in there, look me up. I used to be really good at it. Uh, I've stopped caring, so uh, my global position has dropped significantly. But uh, anyway, I do like it, a good turn-based strategy game, and Wargroove is just that. I enjoyed the heck out of it until I got to the grindy sections of the arcade section where you basically have to do the same thing over and over. I mean, it's, it's nothing like what you described with Friday the 13th, but... Uh, this game takes a while to conclude a match, and when you're doing it just repetitively, just for the sake of doing it, it's just, I don't know, it just, it, it seemed like a negative note on an otherwise enjoyable game there at the end. And then, when you finally get through the arcade mode, you, uh, uh, well, actually you have to go back through the story and, and do something else to unlock the final character. And when you get to the final character... His special is he goes fishing, and uh, I I was I was complaining that, to X yep, about this. That we have a and, long uh, text conversation about. This <laughs> yeah, I was just like I was like this is what my life's become, and I'm fortunately fortunately now normally there you have to wait 
you have to kill a couple enemies, and then it activates what is called your groove, and then you activate your groove, and each character has a different groove, hence war groove. And so this dude's groove is he just goes fishing. And so <laughs> normally you'd have to kill like three people or two people. Yeah, I forget. I, I've deleted it out of my brain. Uh, but you have to kill some folks, and then you light up, and then that's your your character gets an aura around them, and then they can execute their groove. So just think of this legit. You would literally have to kill so many people for a random occurrence of fish. Now, there's like 18 fish, and they occur randomly, very randomly. So if you didn't, weren't getting the right ones, you would have to do this so many times. It would take so many hours. It's ridiculous. Fortunately, very fortunately, some user created specific fishing levels that you can download in the user maps and they count towards the fish collectibles and basically you can i don't know what they did but basically you can activate your groove every single turn and you can fish every single time and uh even with that uh finally i just set up the cronus and i'm like the hell with this and so i don't know how long it took it took about uh, like how many turns i left when it was on turn 40 and it still hadn't found these two fish and I was at the vets with the cat that was peeing everywhere, just making sure it was, you know, not, you know, ruling out medical so we know if he's just a jerk. And uh, it occurred about 50 minutes <laughs> into my vet visit. So I have no idea what turn it was on when it when he finally caught this fish. And uh, it was awful. So there you go. And then the other one was was a bomber man, super bomber man. But I think everyone knows about that one by now. The one million blocks, one million bombs. I finally got the bombs rolling with a Cronus. And I'm like, yeah, I got this. And I'll just let it run. And then I did the math. I timed it and see how many it was doing per minute. And I did, extrapolated it out. And you know what? A million takes a long time, man. It takes <laughs> a long time. And of anything, I don't know. It just takes a long time. I had it going as fast as you could. And... And uh, I, it was, I was like, okay, so how long is this going to take? And I did the math. It was 43 hours. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm not doing this after all. So uh, I aborted that pretty quick. So there you go. That, that's got to be the king of the grindy, man. I don't know, though. Friday the 13th sounds pretty unpleasant, too. So so uh, with those fish, do you get any special powers with the fish? Or are they just are they just? They're fish? just there. They're <laughs> just there, man. There's no reason why those fish exist in the game. And... Literally, you do nothing with them. Uh, you just have them. It's just a collectible. It's just he goes fishing, and I can't imagine if you didn't know about those stages. Um, oh my! I, I can't imagine how long it would take because I mean it was just insane. And like, there's different climate zones that have different fish in it, and so <laughs> I mean it's, it was insane. Like, if you actually had to do that legit, I, I don't know. I wouldn't have done it for sure. He had to that activate was... all of his violence, kill three people, and go fishing. That's... <laughs> That's messed yeah, up. I hadn't thought of it like that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get. Yeah, I gotta get it out. You know, I feel a little guilty. Uh, let's go fish and clear the mind. Oh, and then it's time to kill. Like in an active so. battlefield too. He's just like, hold on, hold on. No. Yeah, yeah. I got some halibut. I gotta go get. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, it's as ridiculous as it sounds, man. I don't know, man. That that fishing thing, man, it wore me out. So, anyway, so. There you go. That was the good, the bad, and the good idea. I don't know how that went. Um, it looked, it sounded completely different, though. I mean, yeah, it had nothing, I felt, to, nothing to do with what we've been playing. <laughs> I felt like yeah. it had the same great taste uh, with less of the calories. Yeah, I don't. It might have had well, more of the calories. We've been doing cal- this for like lasagna. forty-two minutes now. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah you know, I, I, I'm always happy to talk about my lasagna. So, <laughs> uh, for <laughs> for my random 
podcast discussion topic for the day is I recently played Minecraft Dungeons. Um, I think it, they've probably talked about it on the podcast before. So if you haven't heard, it's in Game Pass. It has something to do with Minecraft. And it is basically a Diablo ripoff, a uh, dungeon crawler. Uh, but in doing so, it jumps genres. So Minecraft molds itself well to different genres. Uh, it had the Telltale and it has uh, this and then. Uh, uh, has the original game. I guess that's all the genres it's in. So never mind. So it still has some untapped potential. But uh, I saw the question. I don't know where this question it came, came from, from. Maybe vulgar. Came from me actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. So you wrote the question. This has really got me thinking. It says, if you could keep the story and characters of any game the same, but completely change the genre, what game would it be, and what genre would you change it to? So that got me thinking. Which video game originated franchises, you know, stuff that originated with a video game, have the character pool to do this? So I specifically said video game or originated so that uh, someone on the panel would not go to DC Universe or Marvel, uh, not to point any fingers at anybody that's been here for five weeks, <laughs> but... Uh, if you're to choose a franchise, uh, there's several that I thought of, but they're too one-sided. And what I mean by that is, is that uh, in order to do a game like this correctly, you need both the protagonist and the antagonist to um, uh, to go ahead and uh, you know make it happen. So you would need, uh, for example, Dead Rising. I thought Dead Rising, well, that'd be a good one. But Dead Rising wouldn't be a good one because all you got is the main characters. You have, you know, Frank and uh, Nick and Chuck and, you know, it's, and then a couple of the more noble survivors. But the, the enemies are all the same. It's just a bunch of zombies. So you need, like, different enemies and whatnot. And so fighting games have the same problem. They have a whole lot of uh, fighters that are the protagonists, but not a lot of little individual enemies to kill, like Street Fighter or something like like that so question which one would you choose i got one in mind but i'll let you, i'll see if y'all name it first are we the, trying to name the one that you have in mind no no <laughs> which one would you like to see done oh so, all right so um what inspired this question was i saw pop up on my video game news a couple days ago um a modder a hacker whatever the heck you want to call him turned doom 2 from back in the day into Ooh, a third good. person hack and slash and I was like, dude, that's so cool. And I, I kind of want to find out where I can acquire the file. I'm not sure it's legal, mm -hmm. but I, I kind of want to play it. But that that's what inspired the question. I think Doom Eternal, just the whole setting, you wouldn't really have to change anything except, you know, the camera angle. Um, turn that into a third-person hack-and-slash Devil May Cry style. That would be fantastic. You got the protagonist. You got Doom Slayer. He's awesome. He's a badass. You got all the different mm -hmm. demon, you know, archetypes. Oh, yeah, sure. Tons of things to kill. The bosses kind of already play out like a hack and slash boss would where you're dodging and ducking and mm -hmm. so I, diving yeah. and dodge. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I think that would be fantastic. Doom Eternal as a third person hack and slash. Um, but I can't take credit for that because I saw that and that's what inspired the question. So no, my cool. answer to my own question, uh, Elroy, you actually unintentionally teased it with, without knowing. I guess that's the point of unintentional. Oh. But you said fighting games, and y'all mm -hmm. know I love me some Killer Instinct. Mm -hmm. And I feel All like right, but... I feel like the characters are well fleshed out enough. They they have a decent amount of story. 
that if you did a traditional, like a brawler almost with the Killer Instinct mm-hmm. cast, and then you know they could have some motivation to go through and you know become champion or whatever. Um, I don't know. I think it, it could work out like a a three D third person beat 'em up with combos with the Killer Instinct Ooh. characters. I might help you out yeah. there because, like, what you would do, like, for example, I like Spinal. That's that's always been my character. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you had a Spinal stage uh, where you know that's like the boss, obviously you're going to beat up Spinal at the end, but all the all the the minions would be like undead things, like you know, little minor skeletons or undead animals of sorts uh like you know skeleton things and so uh throw bones at you and whatnot so i could see where you're talking about there uh, there's plenty of characters that would have thematic like a uh, cinder you'd have like a fire stage and so you'd have all the fire you know typical fire enemies and at the end you attack you know cinder kind of a thing so yeah that's kind of yeah, cool idea so it, i like it, that it wouldn't be you know it wouldn't win story of the year but no one would play the game for story of the year <laughs> Um, if you think if I probably neither of you guys played Tekken six had the yep. story mode. Yeah. We got to beat him up. There yeah. Basically. The that's moves. what I'm thinking. Like killer instinct with, with that, you keep your combos, you keep your combo breakers, but just a, a 3d beat him up. And <laughs> obviously, yeah. you know, Kim Wu is, is the way to go. Cause she has a freaking dragon. You know how it's going to end. <laughs> I always like TJ combo because of all of the characters <laughs> yeah. in Tekken, he's just a boxer. And I love those. He's killer. the striker of the Killer Instinct universe. <laughs> is he in Tekken for real? He's in both. No, TJ Combo's just in KI. But you said like, you said oh, Tekken, I, but I knew what you oh, meant. Oh, okay, I thought, I, I, I thought uh, of all those. I was like, of all the characters they carried over to that game, that's the one they chose. Tekken <laughs> has a dude named uh, Steve, though. He's a boxer. He's cool. I always play oh, the okay. I like, and uh, I also play the striker in Mortal Kombat Three because he's just a dude with a backwards hat. What more do you want? <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I never did, actually yeah, thought man. of it like that. You're totally right, though. We got like the demon princess, <laughs> the killer robot, the guy on fire, <laughs> the ancient golem, the zombie girl, the boxer. Yeah, yeah just boxer man. He's <laughs> doing his job, trying to make ends meet. Nice. Yeah, you know, he's got to go in that title, and he's got to beat up a giant <laughs> robot to do it. Yeah, come a long way since Rocky. Yeah. There you go. I must break you. So, uh, Volger, do you have a good franchise in mind? Yeah. No, I think you could do uh, a lot with it. Because, like you said, Dead Rising and, you know, the variation and things. And that got me thinking, you could do, like, a 2D, like, platformer-style game where the different zombies are an enemy type that have different moves and different attack Mm, patterns. Uh, But the thing that came to my mind immediately was Final Fantasy VII. I am not a fan of turn-based Japanese RPGs, but man, if they could turn that and I could use Cloud's ridiculous sword in like a third-person character action game, that would be pretty dope. Didn't they do that? They did it with Vincent. That was Dirge of Cerberus, uh, which is the only Final Fantasy game that I ever actually completed. No, wait, they had... That's the one I was thinking of. Um, they did one with Zack, too, on PSP or maybe Vita. Uh, I never had a PSP or a, a Vita. I never so. did either. I never played it, but I'm pretty sure it's a third-person action playing Zack side of the story, and he has the same big sword. What's that, Advent? Uh, 
Rising Advent Calendar. Advent Calendar. Has Advent, Advent Calendar. calendar. <laughs> I'm going to look this up while you guys ramble. I'm on my phone. I'm doing that bad All podcaster right. thing. But, oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, no, like, uh, you could do, I think you could make a lot of those things work. Like, Mortal Kombat was already a beat em up. That was a fighting game that had a beat em up in it. Shaolin Monks, which is awesome. I would love that. Mm. Yeah. I've, okay. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Anytime they come up with things that are just like, it's like this, but different. I'm like, oh, I think I might like that. <laughs> Crisis give me some... Core. Crisis uh, Core, by the way. There's Advent Children was the Final Fantasy thing that I was thinking I of. Don't know. I don't know any movie. of these games. I've never played a Final Fantasy game in my life, ever. You're missing nope. out. I guess so. Yeah, Crisis yeah. Core. It's basically you're playing as Cloud because, you know, same character. Spoilers, kind of. Uh, but, yeah. Hmm. Third person action. Yeah. The Cloud's legit, man. Store a lot of stuff there. So for me, I was. Uh... It's the only Cloud Elroy knows. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I, uh, uh, the answer is always Borderlands, man. They got such many characters and enemies and everything. I, the answer is always Borderlands. Now, granted, I haven't played one in a while, but I think the answer always is Borderlands. Just make it a so cart racer, and it... <laughs> yeah, Borderlands anything, I'm man. I'm surprised they, can they don't have that. some kind of spinoff. Yeah, yeah, you can shoehorn Tales that into Borderlands, anything, man. man. Yeah, all kinds of stuff, man. Oh yeah. Bro, the bro scene. I would totally play border carts. Actually, now I really want that to happen. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) yeah, you could do it. Racing along, running over skags, and then right. Every character has their own ability already. That would translate to cars. Everything, man. Any genre, they Uh, you could make Borderlands fit for anything. Upgrade your cart scooters. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, if that question wasn't enough, um, Mr. Vogel, you've been very busy in uh, collecting us some questions here. Oh, yeah. Um, so, why don't you uh, take the lead on this? Uh, ask us some questions. So, our, I have uh, gathered some from our lovely patron Discord. If you would like to also ask questions, you can join the Patreon. Come on board. It's a lovely place, the Patreon Discord. Uh, and the first question from Chesno is favorite Easter egg. And the obvious answer to that is Cadbury cream. Oh, all right. What is your favorite Easter egg? Uh, I just, fa- I just finished, uh, dead rising Four Capcom stars on two different platforms, the stack. And I don't think you can get more <laughs> Easter eggy than dead rising Four. just period. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, they basically use all their old Capcom stuff all through it. They have references to uh, Street Fighter, especially. There's a mask of you know all the different characters. You can dress up as uh, oh god, I can't think of the guy's name. The guy from Final Fight, buff dude, uh, swings his arms. Up. Iron Mike yeah, Hager, Mister Big. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Blaster. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they have all kinds. Of, they even reference 1943 apparently. In like the toy store, you can buy a board game. It's called 1943. Um, we're going way back. So uh, and they have Surfbot mask everywhere. Mega Man's all over the place. Uh, yeah, they Easter eggs galore in Dead Rising Four. I mean, I they they revel in it. And even in Capcom stars, they put up movie posters on the walls. Well, even in the regular game, they have posters on the walls of like Street Fighter characters, and like you know, some dude really likes Street Fighter and has posters hanging up in their room of Street Fighter characters. So, um, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, I can't think of a game that has more Easter eggs than Dead Rising Four. So there you go. Do you get the Mega Buster in Dead Rising Four? Um, 
you do during Capcom stars, but uh, they don't they don't have a super weapon like that. The what they had in Dead Rising. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the series, the Mega Blaster was uh, once you finish. Oh no! Once you kill the X amount of zombies, like fifty thousand zombies, I believe, uh, then a Mega Blaster will appear in the uh, safe room. Uh, on your next playthrough, and it basically one-shots everything. One-shots all the bosses, and so when you're doing your speed run, you can use it to get that those achievements. But no, there's nothing like that in Dead Rising 4. No. No. Yeah. No. So, X, what about you? Favorite uh, Easter egg? I'm torn between two. So the first one that popped mm. in my head was Gears 2. Um, you're going through the Horde Citadel underground, and then you just you randomly stumble on a toaster. And you activate the toaster, and then Marcus is just like, "Who wants toast?" And it's just—it's <laughs> just ridiculous. It, it, it's awesome. It's just a good Easter egg, and it's not just what? What? Wait, what is that a reference to? I don't get it. I don't know. It's just there. <laughs> um, okay. But that's why I, I kind—it of, doesn't reference anything that I'm aware of. Um, so that's why I, I kind of—I okay. wanted to mention it. And it's not. It's, send me it, a video of that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's not just sitting there either. Like you have to. You have to like go. I forget how to do it. You have to go up the stairs and then down the stairs and then like loop around and then it's like behind a hidden wall. But yeah, it's just a toaster. You activate it. You hit X like you would any other interactable. And who wants toast? <laughs> uh, but anyway, the the one that I pick is the Assassin's Creed Three Turkey Assassins. Do you guys know this one? Uh, I'm I've sure seen I it. do. Back in the day. Oh, it's awesome. If you go to the homestead. Um, you can go to, I think it's near the barn or the ranch or whatever, um, but you go to a corner and there's a bunch of turkeys, and if you enter the Konami code, um, the turkeys just don assassin hoods. Oh, nice. It's awesome. It's ridiculous. It's fantastic. I love it. That's pretty cool. I I, I don't think I knew about that when I played it. I played way back. So. I'll just get the re, re, uh, remaster and go up and get some turkey assassins yeah man. for sure for sure <laughs> um <laughs> for serious though my answer was doom 2 uh in in the original doom 2 there's the icon of sin which is the final boss if you are to uh go and activate no clip you can go through the icon of sin this is big wall in his face uh, and you'll find the head of john romero who is the one of the programmers on it uh and if you shoot him you'll beat the level and you kill him. And it actually plays backwards, his little voice that says, uh, uh, to beat the game, you must kill me, John Romero. Uh, which I thought was a cool thing. It's a bit old school. but That one's that one's a classic, yeah. I like that yeah. one. I've never actually done it, but that's like when you look up video game Easter eggs, that one's always high on the list. Yeah, yeah I'm about to look these up. Yeah, sounds like I'm missing out on some stuff here. All right. Next question. Who is most likely to hate Lego games till the end of time after this month's challenge? From Mikhail uh, KV. Uh, well, not me. Anyone else? Who's, gonna... Definitely me. Uh, it's nothing new. It's, it's, if, this is, if he's asking the question, who has grown to hate them, then it's not me. But, I mean, that's any month. I hate Lego games in, you know, in January as much as I hate them in September or in well, June. So, yeah, I, I hate Lego games. I'm equal opportunity. I hate Lego games all the time. Um, I, maybe y'all can explain to me why I shouldn't hate them, but uh, I'm sure that I won't buy it anyway. So, probably just wasting your breath. So, yes, the answer is me. They can take those golden bricks and, um, yeah, choke a mule with them or something. I don't know. 
I was going to say stick them somewhere in some orifice, but uh, yeah, oh, come on. I mean, you brought up uh, too easy. cocaine overdoses. Why not? Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going really blue here and right? dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my answer to the question is probably Kelsey, because she and I are going to play Lego Marvel superheroes uh, this month, and then I'm probably going to play through Lego Batman 3, so she's just going to be inundated with Legos. And we both like them, but I... I suspect that perhaps by the end of june she might not <laughs> oh you you helped me out there with your harry potter that's what i'm gonna be doing oh so. yeah i forgot i sold you that yep that's uh for those of you who don't know one of the chewy's challenges is for legos most uh lego uh gamer score in the lego series so uh oh, bust out your lego games and uh build up your score brick, brick by brick that was, that was pretty good yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm full of uh, really good quippy one-liners today. It's uh... Elroy. He's he's like taking our thing from us. I he's know, doing like it better it. than we do it. <laughs> Win in Rome. Uh, yeah. Learn from the best, guys. Learn from the best. Oh, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> Chesno also asked, "What Xbox Arcade franchise do you want a sequel to?" I'm just gonna blurt right in. Um, I have a cheating answer, which is quick. I'm going to say The Bridge, but that was also ported to Xbox One. My real answer, not cheating, Doritos Crash Course, baby. That also, that is a sequel, though. There's, there's a Doritos Crash okay, Course fine. 2. Doritos Crash Course 2. I want a sequel to it. Doritos Crash Course <laughs> the third. It says which franchise. The question is which franchise. Oh. I, wanna, I want a Doritos Crash Course 3, man. The, Make it the trilogy. Make it happen. <laughs> What exactly is it about this game that uh, had you uh, so excited here? Uh, is it is it in it kind of like a wipeout type game? Uh, essentially, actually, yeah. It's it's just stupid fun, and it was free. I think you had uh, to, uh, I actually did. Was the second one money? I don't even remember. Or the DLC uh, was money. DLC maybe? was. I had to pay for the DLC. I did that last month for the original the OG. Okay. Yeah, you see, like finish the game, you're like, why the hell are these all these empty bags of Doritos around me? Like they they. <laughs> You know, subtly infuse you with Dorito uh, propaganda. Or yeah. something. Just my brother and I, that was one of the first games that we got into on Xbox Live. And it, it's just a lot of fun competing against each other. A lot of fun nights. So I know we would have a blast if they did a third one. It, right. yeah, it was, it's a it's a pretty fun game. You can still get the, uh, the OG one. It's backwards compatible if you're so inclined. Uh, hmm. Elroy, what about you? Oh. Um, so this was the game I was alluding to earlier, um, and talking about turn-based strategy games. Uh, one of the games I'm, uh, that I really enjoyed in my younger days was on the TurboGrafx-16. Uh, it was called Military Madness. Um, I, I'm not optimistic that either of you have ever heard of it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, have you even heard of the TurboGraph? I've I have heard, heard of the, of the Turbo graphics. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's most notable that they took a couple games from there and put them on the Xbox, uh, including uh, Splatterhouse. That's the one that first comes to mind. But, um, but yeah, there was one called Military Madness. It was my favorite game on there. I played the heck out of that game. Uh, actually, if you go check out Twin Galaxies, you might see my name under Military Madness. Uh, it's one of the games I submitted a, a score for. And I, I, last I checked, I still had first place, but I don't know. But uh, there was a game in the arcade. It's called Military Madness Nectaris. Now, there was also an Xbox, or not Xbox, a PlayStation 1 game called Nectaris. And I played that. That was 
back in my college days, I played, uh, actually had a PlayStation and I played Nectaris and I played a lot of it. And so I was excited when I saw that the Xbox Arcade had Military Madness Nectaris, just not excited enough to invest the time that would be needed into it to get the 200 points. But if they were to hypothetically make a sequel to it, which was worth a thousand gamer score, well, I don't see any reason why I couldn't play that. So, ah, yeah, I'd like to see it. It'd be really easy. I mean, all you have to do is come up with some, I mean, you don't have to reinvent the wheel here. Just uh, more levels and uh, just a new campaign. I mean, it'd be super easy. It's, it's not uh, much to those games. So, uh, yeah, so I say Military Madness Nectar. You know, I just did that bad uh, podcaster thing again, and you <laughs> you haven't even played this game. On I know it's only worth. It's only worth. It's been sitting on my hard drive on my my Xbox for it's a even long, long time. It's even backwards compatible. I know oh, it is. Ugh. It is, and I feel terrible that I have not gone back and played it. I really do, but just, I just can't. Just do, do it. it. Just, just do just it. Too, Don't let your dreams. Two hundred gamer score. <laughs> Two hundred gamer score. I mean, if it's anything like the other Nectars, it's going to take like. I don't know, 40 hours. Why don't and, you uh, for play two... for fun and not for achievements? <laughs> I mean, oh, oh whoa, who they been? <laughs> it looks like there's a 10 to 12 hour estimate. Oh, 10 to 12. There's okay. also a, a, a 20 to 25 game. hour estimate, but we'll ignore that one. 10 to 12. <laughs> Outliers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's probably somewhere if you add those together. But yes, that's. Uh, um, I, maybe I will at some point play this. I don't know. He won't. Uh, I probably won't. I'm uh, sorry. I really like that game too. This was so bad about it. My Mulder answer, would, yeah, well, I was gonna say, give us something inspiring. My answer <laughs> was one versus one hundred. Uh, for those of you who were not available in the Halcyon days of two thousand eight, let me drop some amazing knowledge on you. Uh, so Xbox Live used to have one versus one hundred, and you absolutely legitimately played a game show. It was one versus 100 uh, with the audience. And so everyone on Xbox Live would be the audience. Uh, and basically, they'd have one person who is the one. He would answer trivia questions. And then the audience would... He would try to beat as many people in the audience to win prizes. And it was amazing. I loved that game so much. Uh, you, they would have like special play nights and everything. It's long since been discontinued. But I know that there's a lot of people who would love to see one versus one hundred back. I it was a game show, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was. It was great. Yeah, I never played it. I am familiar with it, very familiar with it, just from everyone talking about it for twelve years. But I, you're definitely not alone, because like every time if you browse the Xbox One Reddit, it'll be like Phil Spencer says a new game being announced, or like mm-hmm. you know Xbox is reviving an old franchise, and the top comments are always one versus one hundred, please. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, it's it it was it was a lot of fun. Even though like I never got picked, I never won any prizes. You could or whatever. I think it was all had to do with like gambling laws or something. Is why they had to take <laughs> it down. But yeah, give me some one versus one hundred and one. Uh, that could be a title. <laughs> nice, nice. I like that. Doesn't even have to be one versus one hundred. Any other game show would work, really. But just that that mm-hmm. live interaction with everybody playing as a as a crowd was a lot of fun. You'd have your party there. And you just hang out and answer questions with uh, as a team. It would be great. That's cool, man. All right. Onwards. Do we have any? Do we have any more questions? But wait, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> man, you just really 
got uh, hit the whale I, hard on I, these questions. I know. I just oof, people people <laughs> uh, love asking me questions. Uh, what game uh-huh. if they randomly added a brand new DLC today? Would, today, today would make you the most angry about losing that completion. Oh, that's from Michelle. Thank you for that, huh. Michelle. Uh, all right, I will pick you. All right. Well, for me, <laughs> the uh, there's a well, two answers. Uh, Dead Rising Three. Uh, I got that. I think I've talked about that game many, many times on this podcast. I don't think I need to rehash it, but basically, they kept coming out with more and more and more DLC. Uh, they wrapped it up with uh, some super alpha omega, you know, turbo edition thing, and I finally was able to get a crew together and and uh, get that one done several several years later. And so, if they came out with more, I would be very upset because I worked so hard finally to finish that silly thing up. And then the other one is War Groove because I just <laughs> finished that stupid game and. Uh, I have a feeling the DLC would be More fish. Uh, Merc- yeah, Merciful's <laughs> Fishing Adventure. I think his name is Merciful or Merciful Merciful's uh, Fishing Adventures, and where you have to f- catch more fish and you know weigh them and sell them in the market. Or something. I don't know. Uh, and uh, I, I just after the fish thing, after that they lost me, man. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't go back. That that was just awful. So there you go. So. Those are my two choices. X, how about you? Um, I use I use the proper settings, so I wouldn't lose any completions, so I wouldn't be mad about anything. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, that's where you're wrong, but uh, agreed to disagree. Well, and my <laughs> that's it. I wouldn't be mad. I I would I would keep my completion. No DLC <laughs> is making me lose my completion. Yeah, keep in mind also he's retired now, so his give a damn meter is really low. Yeah, yeah so. he's. Ugh. Keep on. <laughs> He's out of the game. <laughs> he doesn't care about completions is, now. Uh... But I do have the completion. I have that full thousand gamer score. I mean, you know, whatever makes yeah. you happy. I'll let it leave it at that. Uh, mine was uh, Creature in the Well or any other Game Pass completion that has been taken out of Game Pass. So Creature in the Well was really awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that would just mean that if they released DLC, I'd have to be like, oh, well, now I have to buy it. Now I have to buy oh wait, that's a, that's out of Game Pass. Yes, it is. Oh god! <laughs> and so, when did that happen? How like I I think it is. I think it was about a month or so ago. I don't really oh. don't really remember because I was just like I was gonna go back to that one too. Oh well, I, I don't know. Don't don't trust me. Uh, you can take a look and find out. But I I think it is. But yeah, that would be one where I'd just be like, oh, well now I gotta buy it. <laughs> if only there was somebody on the panel that's been looking up stuff that could look that up for us or something. Uh, if only. Uh, if only. Hmm. All right. Moving right along. Uh, we got the inverse of that question, also from Michelle. Uh, what would you be super happy to use it, uh, achievements as an excuse to jump back in? So if they added more, you'd be like, yeah, man, all more achievements. I'll play this some more. Uh, X, you're looking things up. How about I interrupt you? Hey, what am I? What am I looking up? Dark Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls. No. Uh, anyway, is it Dark Souls? Um, is it Dark Souls? Dark, no, Dark Souls. Dark, no, I would not want to go back to Dark Souls. Uh, <laughs> my answers are any of the three Final Fantasy thirteen games or Tales of Vesperia. Um, all four are JRPGs. All four I have thousand in. All four are fantastic, and all four I would not mind more content for. 
Hmm. All right. I've never played any of those. I've much less really heard of them. I, well, I mean, I've heard of them. I am looking forward to playing the Tales of Vesperia remaster. I don't think I'll go for the 1,000 again, because that was like 200 hours of just grinding at oh, the end. Never mind. But that was back in the day when that was the only game I owned, so... Huh. No thanks. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good, dog. That's going to be a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 200 hours. Uh, yeah. All right. You, ha- you had me at two. You had me at two, but then you <laughs> added the 100 on the, yeah, on the hour count there. So, yeah. Uh, for me, I would love to, you know, I assume if they added more achievements to this game, that means it would be back, baby. And that is xbox fitness i'm the one guy that misses that game um do you miss it or does your rhino miss it come on no i actually played this one legit these are in the days before i actually was a serious uh achievement hunter of sorts uh if, if that's what i am now um but it was uh i actually enjoyed it i actually enjoyed the workouts on it they had this uh, some pretty cool cool ones where they had shot video and you were like running away from zombies and uh, there that was in the peak of the zombie days you know when zombie uh, mania was going on and so you you know you'd have to you know do some some low crouches to get underneath things you'd have to you know jump over things yeah, I mean it was really cool I I really enjoyed it and I played the heck out of it and I had no idea I wasn't as into achievements back then so I. The fact that it disappeared on me, I was caught off guard. I didn't know it was it was leaving, and so I didn't get to say my proper goodbyes. I got a bunch of achievements that I've gone back and looked. That I was really close to getting that I never <laughs> will have, and uh, yeah, I just uh, I was sad to see it go. So if it, if it came back, that'd be pretty cool. I would enjoy that. Uh, uh, there's one like uh, I think you have to uh, something about Everest that you have to jump the height of Everest or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, climb. Really jump or yeah something, something yeah, like that. I know what you're yeah. Talking about. yeah that one was really close on there's some other ones like that that i i didn't get because i had no idea it was leaving so if they added more achievements to it i would literally jump back in hey uh, <laughs> uh mine were uh celeste super meat boy and door kickers action squad because those are just <laughs> those are all my jam uh some intense platforming and then door kickers action squad uh, it sounds intense, man. I like that. Oh, dude, I I love that game. It is the best. If they added more missions for me to go kick in some doors, mm. you could go kick in some yeah. doors in real life. I could, but I'm a bit of a weenie boy, so <laughs> <laughs> can't do that anymore. It's all, it's all in the placement of. Uh, have you ever looked up like how to kick in a door? Am I the only person that's looked yeah? That no, up? you got to kick like right at the near the handle, right yeah. to break the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like if you're well, not on the handle. You don't kick the handle, but you click like right near it. You kick right like above it or below it, wherever the key, wherever the latch is. Basically, you got to focus all the pressure right there. So. And if yep. you're ever trying to break a window, don't go for the center. Go for the corner. <laughs> and you no, to break a window, you use a diamond that is wrapped in a rag. <laughs> uh, you use a piece of uh, spark plug because the uh, ceramic in there can just uh, shatter through the car oh, yeah. window. Has uh, have our friends easily. ever done that? I think it's always a diamond. Yeah, yeah. They've used uh, they've used spark plugs. Did before. they? Oh wait, no. I'm thinking of uh, of uh, the Walking Dead when you're at the motel and you got to break out the window. No, I think spark plug that. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna Man. write Artifacts Monday. And be like, listen, I like the diamond <laughs> thing, but it's getting a little stale. Might I suggest a spark plug? <laughs> oh, we'll see man. what they say. 
Real change. You're you're on the forefront be the, there. Be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> yeah. It's only we have more questions. Speaking Man, of changes, is... <laughs> if you had to pick no more achievements from here on out, meaning your gamer score is stuck where it is, or reset your gamer score and you're unable to repop any of the achievements you've already popped, what would you pick? Uh, I would say uh, just freeze it after this week. But let me. Oh man, if they froze it like right now, I'd be super pissed because I'm I'm like on the precipice of a million gamer score, and they if they Xbox Fitness me, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're just gonna do a reboot, we're just gonna freeze it from here, and I'm like, you know, within striking distance. Oh, I'd be so upset. But uh, yeah, once I hit that million, man, freeze it all you want. I don't care. Do you get in the million this month then? Is that that what you're doing? Um, my plan is Thursday. Thursday. I got. Yeah, wow. I got about, I got 20, 30, I think I got right at 30,000 left, so I, I think I can probably knock it out. Wow. I don't know. We'll see. What say you, I got all the, Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say, I got all those games where you just go into the menus and get like 600 gamer score each each yeah. one. I mean, I, Do you have the Japanese ones, know. too? Ninokin? Ah, uh, I don't. Ah, Someone we, hasn't let, let's, gotten... let's talk after <clears throat> we record. Okay. Oh, you can do that? You know a guy? I do. I knew a guy. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. All three of us will talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Unlike anyway. what we're doing now. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> Hear the conversation. I would freeze mine as well uh, because this is the set of points, for lack of a better way of putting it, that was the former number one in the world for visual novel gamer score. So if I reset and could never get those points back, I would never have that title again. So I'd rather have it as legacy than lose it entirely. Makes sense. Well, uh, let me add on to this that, I mean, for me, the the achievements that you get, they tell a story. Like, I, I can look at an achievement and I remember like a life event that was going on at that time, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if you were just to reset it, I mean, I would be personally losing a lot of history or memories. Yeah, that too. Uh, honestly. I hadn't thought of it like that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, no, I, yeah. that's that's part of what drew me to it in the first place. All that being said, I'd reset mine though. I, I just <laughs> <laughs> you just throw those memories right out. Uh, you know, out. sometimes you just got to tear up the old pictures with your ex in them and just start over. With, uh, that's fresh funny that you said that because when when you brought up memories, it's like, oh man, Bioshock Infinite got me through my first breakup. Yeah, oh, there you go, man. <laughs> yeah, so, so I would just reset it because I just like doing this too much. Uh, so I would want to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I figure with every Radalika and East Asia Soft game and all the ACA Neo Geo games I haven't played, I could probably get back up to where I was in like a month or so. <laughs> probably so. Yeah. It's not that challenging, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. Uh, yeah. uh, all right. And finally. Oh, thank God. Finally. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I don't mind. This is actually kind of fun. Here's a better, oh, uh, from Jables. Here's a better question. Who do you wish you could interview on the podcast? What would be something you would ask them? Um, X. I would interview Mr. Smirnov and just ask him to elaborate on how he doesn't burn out. I know people ask him that on comments and stuff. I know he's talked, they get like through comments and, oh, I just do this and I mix it up. But like, seriously, he plays like six hours a day every day. He has like a 99.7% completion. He has like 3,000 completed games. The dude's a machine. 
and it's awesome. Does he? But ha- does he have? Does he have a wife? I'm just. He curious. does. He has a wife and two daughters, I believe. And he only plays wow. games after he puts them to bed. He has a family dinner every night, and then he puts his kids to bed, says good night wow. to his wife, and then plays games for like six hours every day. And it's crazy. Like he has the whole you know gaming hobby and live a good life thing figured out, and I commend him for that. But how the heck doesn't he just get way burnt out on all those games? That that's hmm, that's my that's question. A, Simple as that. That be a, that would be a good interview. I like it. Elroy, what about you? Um, after the latest contest that has concluded, I would say that uh, I'd like to interview Mental Knight. Uh, he kind of showed up in the I don't know if he'd been in the Discord before, but he showed up in the GTAS channel and uh, apparently he listens to the podcast. So if you're listening, Mental Knight, maybe I'll hit you up for uh, an interview. But uh, dude looks just like Dwight off of Office. Um, I don't know if you've seen his profile pic, and uh, I told him he looks like him, and he he agreed. I guess I don't know. He, he didn't really have much to say about it, but uh, uh, so I might ask him about beets and uh, you know being a beet farmer. And uh, but no, he's actually a really funny guy. <laughs> like every time he posts something in the GTAS, it, I it gets a chuckle out of me. I think he's a really funny guy. I'd really like to dive deeper and see see what's going on there, but uh, we might be two peas in a pod. Yeah, I, th- I thought what we had was special. I know, I know. I'm just, it is, but he's still achievement hunts. I miss him. I achievement hunt in games that I want to play. It's not the same, man. It's much better. You can't even talk a rat with me. <laughs> wow, I'm kind of... Uh... Well, you guys have your crumbling bromance. <laughs> I'll do. I would say uh, Major Nelson. I want to talk to that guy. I'd ask him all kinds of interesting things, like, is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Are we supposed to answer that? No, I mean, if you want to, I... Fine, but if it is, if it is, you're opening up a dangerous game there, man. Because if you let the hot dog in, you're gonna have to let the quesadilla in. Is a taco? Is a taco a sandwich? A taco is a yeah. taco. Uh, I don't know. Is cereal same, soup? Same format. Cereal is not soup. And uh, if you <laughs> eat cereal without milk, I don't have words to describe how disgusted I am with you. I don't know. Right. Well, that was. Uh, uh, on that bombshell, <laughs> do you have any more questions? <laughs> no, on that bombshell, we are done with questions. Oh, uh, no, we're if, not. Okay. If you pour cereal in a bowl <laughs> and just spoon it out with no milk, you are a monster. Uh, why waste I, the bowl? Just, I mean, just what? reach your hand in the bag. Okay, okay. Because then I'll get my hand. In a previous dirty. life, I was saying in a previous life, I actually ate cereal. So if I was going to eat it without milk, I would just pour it in the glass. That way, you can shovel it into your mouth more easily. I wouldn't put it in a bowl and eat it with a spoon. I just put it in a, like a big glass or some sort and then just you know drink it kind of a thing not drink it but you know use it as a mechanism to get the cereal from point a to point b what if i'm sharing it with a bunch of people then i gotta pour it into a bowl do people share cereal that's, i don't know that's okay how, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah speaking of diseases so for game pass um we have a very large list of games coming to game pass great value um for example, you have okay. Leaving Game Pass, we have uh, a couple that you might want to get to: Everspace, Riptide GP, Renegade, Super Hot. Yeah, super, super hot. hot. Super yeah. hot. Super. 
I remember uh, uh, Koosh was talking about super hot, and he, he's like, "Did you know there's terminals in there?" And I had no idea there's terminals in there until someone and I saw the achievement and had to inform the the student achievement factory that there was terminals that need to be looking for. So, uh, Scream Ride is leaving Supermarket Shriek. I'm sad to see that one go. Uh, Supermarket Shriek that was actually halfway. In, that enjoyable. was a pretty good game. I never, yeah. Yeah, I I had a goat in it, man. I go wrong with that. Resident Evil Revelations and The Last Door season two. So that means there will not be a season three. Much like there's a no more Final Fantasy. So that was the last door, and season two, the final door. Uh, and um, yes. <laughs> Riverbond is leaving too. We missed that one somehow. Oh, River- oh no, oh, for real? Yeah, Riverbond is really good. Uh, really highly oh, recommend yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. It's actually been points. Yeah, it's been on my two playlist for a while and now that it's leaving, well now I better no. move that up in the queue, so. It's a slightly yeah. better Minecraft Dungeons. <laughs> there I said it. Uh, oh, for real. Okay, I'll have to give that one a try then. Um uh games with gold. We uh it's June now and so we have uh $63.96 value and 200 2200 gamer score on the line with Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Something. Shantae yeah. and the Pirate's Curse. She goes by Shantae. I talked to her. And <laughs> the, it seems like this game, they're just trying to get on everything. Like It seems like it was just in Game Pass. It seems like it was just on sale. It just seems like it's everywhere now. I don't know. Um, but I think that's a, a, a Castle Roy game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, there's another one. It's called Coffee Talk. Visual novel. No. I own it because I support. Is that what that yeah, is? I support visual novels, <laughs> okay. so I bought it when it, it looked, came out. It sounded dreadful. I was wondering what it was. But it's like a three-hour uh, completion, and you don't have to pay attention, so it's right up your alley. I oh fantastic! I will of course read the story and enjoy it much more than you. Yeah, I won't read it nor enjoy it, but I will do it. Um, there's a a game that doesn't have achievements, so we'll skip over that. Oh, destroy all achievements! Is <laughs> awesome. That game's great. <laughs> I, I yeah, really I don't understand their marketing tactic though because the remaster or the remake rather is coming out in July so they're like oh let's just give this one away and then everyone will want to play it again in a month I'm not following that logic <laughs> yeah huh. well hmm. I don't know I've never played any of them uh, and then there's uh, lastly uh, the last half of the month you can get uh, on the 360 a game that appears to be pronounced Sign Mora. Sinamara. It's a tough as nails Japanese shoot 'em up. Yep. Ah. Bullet hell, you know that ah. kind of game. It's like yeah, yeah like two hundred points and like a thousand TA. So. All right. Well, in this bullet hell that you're experiencing, I'm sure there's different types of things shooting at you, including maybe some war boats. War boats. Yeah, maybe we should hit the contest. So, have you all heard about war boats? Disclaimer, I hadn't until um, our, our <laughs> really no, yeah, pre-recording really meeting, <laughs> but I have now. Warboats yeah. uh, is the new TA contest uh, that is uh, basically, go ahead and curate your list if you haven't already. Make sure you mark the things that you don't own or do not want for contests in your game collection as not for contests. This will be very important uh, and will save you a lot of trouble later, but... After you do that, sign up for Warboats. You will get 36 uh, achievements that are in a grid format uh, with an A and a uh, A through, I think it's F, and 1 through 6. That sounds right. Is it, is, is it 6 by 6 or 9 by 4? 6 by 6. How do you mix uh, those up? Well, I don't know. There's lots of ways to do 36 squares. 
But okay. anyway, if you get an achievement on that grid, it'll tell you if you've hit or missed. There are different um, boats out there. There's a war boat, there's a cruiser, and there's a submarine that are different lengths. And it's kind of like that one board game. You know the one. What? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just say it. It's like Battleship. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was trying to dance around Are they a sponsor? It. Not <laughs> yeah. sponsored. Could be sponsored. No, funny thing about that, that, the thing that I always remember about that is I was looking for easy games, and I saw that uh, Battleship for the 360 was not a terribly long completion. I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And how hard can that be? Probably two-player. You just look at the other person's screen, blah, blah, blah. And then I get home, and I'm like, what the hell is this? It's like a war game. And, and apparently there was a movie, and oh, <laughs> there was yeah. a game based on the movie. <laughs> yeah, they, they so... turned a board game into a blockbuster. <laughs> Who knew? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that and then they terrible. make a video game, and it's about the movie and not about the board game. What is I totally I forgot know. about that <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. terrible movie. So, yeah, so I bought the game at GameStop thinking I was going to go home and play a little board game, and I fired it up, and I was like, what is this? So, yeah, so there you go. To get <laughs> to get your badge, though, if you are interested, you only have to ki- uh, destroy one boat, which I have done already, but I might go after all the other boats just for bragging rights. There... Now, isn't it the, like, isn't it like the, uh, the easy achievements in your game list that you mark? Yep, I believe that they go by a special criteria, but... I think they're all under two ratio. And then I think they also got rid of some of the ones that are like, uh, like the coffee cup and yeah, the, the grindy ones are unobtainable, oh, things okay. like that. So that makes sense. Um, yeah. There's also no fail condition, so you can miss as many times as you want. You just don't get as many points for the leaderboard. But if you just play in for fun and I also achievements, I don't, I don't know how that one works with the, the thing, but <laughs> uh, you can go for the war boats. It's a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. Awesome. Well, um, okay, I guess that takes us to the Gamertag Challenge. Um, the, uh, I don't know, X, do you like to talk about that one? Yeah, I, I got it. So uh, c- coming right. up in June... We have Mr. Essential, otherwise known as Freaky R.O., or is it Freaky Row? <laughs> Freaky Row. That sounds like a bad part of town. <laughs> yes, it does. Freaky or R.O. Good part. Uh, <laughs> he is a, a GameStop employee, for those of you who don't know, hence Mr. Essential, but that, that didn't work out well for GameStop, did it? So, uh, anyway, his <laughs> chosen game is uh, one very familiar to you, Mr. Roy, Lonely Mountains yeah. Downhill. So that's actually a fun game, man. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to get your ratio up, man, it's not <laughs> you, overly challenging. Yeah, it's a lot worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 enjoyable. I probably will check it out. No, maybe <laughs> I will. I don't know. It's it's bikes, right? Cycling. Uh yeah. yeah but it, I mean, it's 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 some. Um, I think you and Kelsey would have a good time. Is with it co-op? It. No, but I mean, y'all could take turns or something. I don't, I don't know. know. All right, so anyway, yeah. you uh, you know, you get the bonus for Lonely Mountains Downhill. Or, sorry, wow, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, chosen game is Lonely <laughs> Mountains Downhill for Mr. Essential. And then the bonus, since he is Mr. Essential, you can earn bonus for earning achievements with anything that have essential items in the achievement name. So anything with food, water, or alcohol referred in the title <laughs> of the achievements, because those are the three essentials. Oh, don't forget shelter. I believe shelter is one. No, shelter and sleep don't count. Food, water, uh, and alcohol. <laughs> Anything that is essential qualifies as the bonus for Mr. Essential. I'm just naming the top three. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Listed them out. 
Well, then why isn't it alcohol and food and water? We well, don't need a water. I didn't do them in order. Let them burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that moves us into the final t- contest, that this will be the final time we mention Thank this. Thank God. Which is the G-Test 2020. What's that? Um, well, I'm glad oh, you asked. Oh, why'd you open that door? <laughs> Now, I don't have much to say about this, except the following, which is your G-Test official roundup. Free at last, free at last. Thank you, Planting42. We are free at last. A contest that is older than the Rona, finally was socially distanced out of our collective lives, and I am proud to say that you will no longer have to hear me complain about it. Much like we are encouraged to stay six feet apart, unless you live in the Ozarks, I plan to stay a safer 10-foot poles distance away from the future iterations of it. That being said, GTAS is a hell of a drug and never trust a junkie. So here you go, your full rundown of how it shook out. On the team side, Br'er Tom and the Possum Folk did not win. Nevertheless, the adverse effects of both Rocker and my own health from carrying a new, <laughs> a near 200-pound sack of taters on our collective backs for an extended period of time will surely lead to spondylosis. I think that's what you, how you pronounce arthritic in the lower back. But our best wasn't good enough, but it sure was good enough to beat a Wookiee a Lego game fan, and a dog waiting to be put down. That's right. Shots fired, Wookiee. Other than that, other teams did participate. And in the end, an athletic complex robot in the United Kingdom. Oh, Danny boy. And someone that's beyond famous. He's infamous. Came out on top. Team Leapfrog jumped over the competition and showed why they are as dangerous as any group of leapers. See what I did there? No, no, that was that was okay. Yeah. That was delightfully okay. Right. okay. Okay. I am told that Jimbot UK is a three-time GTAS winner and only person to score a foof, or 100,000, TA difference in one week. Twice. I guess that was the modifier to make it exclusive. If all of that is true, congratulations to him. And I would add, go outside, man. Just go outside. Now, they defeated the Idols Become Rivals team of Inferno Inferno 11-8, Quick Don't Die, and Bastion Reader Didn't Even Know Her by a total of 10K TAD. 10K TAD, and then there's that whole obscene 70K I was going to say, you're forgetting the, uh... the... Oh, I thought, you know, dramatic pause. Made it sound close. The 70K in bonuses compared to the 22,000 that the second place team had. So, uh, yeah, so the... Yeah, that uh, that kind of won it for him. So everyone else didn't have, you know, that. So not even close. Now, an individual, Inferno one one eight, put on a clinic. He had a ratio of five point seven two in the final week and scored over twenty four thousand in gamer score. This resulted in a TA difference of one thousand one one hundred one hundred and fifteen thousand. I'm going to get this right. 115,000. It's it's English. Not even including the 18,000 in bonuses he had left, which was 16,000 more than anyone else. His Dang. top 
10 chivos for the period resulted in at least 1,400 TAD. I mean, you just look at his top 10. They're all over 14,000 or 1,400 TAD. Now, I'm not sure how many more he had over 1,000. And if I knew how to look that up, I would get that information to you. But yes, you could say he won. He won. Yep. He won. Now, first place loser was Jim Bot. He had 10 Chivos that were actually higher than Inferno's, and his total was also over 100,000, as we mentioned before. Nevertheless, he was edged out, and by edged out, I mean he lost by 33,000. Yeah. <laughs> 21,000 behind him was second place loser Danny Boy, J14, who also put up a very big uh, TA difference score. Third place loser was fellow GTAS 2018 finalist Mental Knight, who I want to get on the podcast, who once again bested your boy in the finals. He's got me two straight years, man. He put up 51,000 in his final week, and as far as I know, was also able to able to avoid divorce. Bonus points, he has kids. Impressive. Rounding out the top five was your boy, Elroy, the people's champ. First place C-League champion. They tried to DQ him. Yeah, they, they tried to get him out. They said that a guy with less than a 1.3 ratio couldn't compete. They said he couldn't play a game if it didn't have a dog with a piggyback during the load screen. Regardless, back-to-back finalist, top five, never eliminated, undefeated, never lost, no divorce. Now, I set my award, presumably a hoodie with no sleeves or that contains design flaws. I'm not sure what people that are not first place get because I know first place gets a hoodie. I would like to take a minute to say a few special thanks. First, many thanks to my beautiful wife, whom I ha- will have to make this whole thing up to all summer long. Next, to my Tennessee brother, Rocker, who was always there for me to help boost and also to strategize with. Lastly, I want to say thank you to my two Cronuses, who burned some long hours on my behalf, to my plush Rhino, who burned over 200,000 calories for the cause, and to the countless terrible gamers out there who are unable to defeat someone in Power Rangers who just spams A. It was terrible. I watched them. I, I, it was just hitting A. They couldn't figure it out. They just kept running right into the fireball. It's, it's terrible. And a quick thanks to Kushmoose, who gave me Cronus Training 101 on how to get it to work with my other platforms. It took a village, and hopefully I didn't let the village down. Top five. And with that, I officially announce my GTAS retirement. Until the next one starts. No, that no. Thank you. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, no. yes. Let the uh, GTAS flow you through do you. Why would you this to yourself? I don't know. It's a hell of a drug, man. <sighs> hell of a drug. So there you go. There was your full rundown. I, I, I felt like I should prepare some words for it. Ah, <sighs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm talked out. Who wants to take break? Uh, <laughs> all right, we. Uh... <laughs> I, I don't have a segue. I'm. I'm just very disappointed with the Roy. So, uh, no. for completions, Death Dealers has 100 completed games, and Ashley M. has 100 completed games. Do we know who Ashley M. is? I think that's friends with Lady Licky. Oh, okay. Arks has 400 completed <laughs> games, NBA Kirkland has 600, and Redemption Denied, it's not a traditional number, but it's impressive, has 1,820 completed games. Big L has a new completion milestone of 72%. Uh, Mike Pitch has a completion percentage of 74%. Prue has reached a completion percentage of 81%. And Skeptical Mario has reached 82%. 
Very nice. On to streaks with these stupid waste of time 10-day streaks that, <laughs> that we're only reading because it's part of a competition. I understand. Skeptical Mario, <laughs> Bills, Chad and Jesse, I mess up your name every time. I'm sorry, sir. Elephilet77, Cabo, Arks, Jablack, Shababble, and Professor Pluto are all on 10-day streaks. Death Dealers is on a 675-day streak. Prue at 1550. Ray J at 2400. And Mad Eye Pad Eye at 2650. <laughs> Who wants to do Ray um, I got this one. Um, <laughs> I, you know, the order would suggest that we pass things off. Uh, but, yeah. but no, Ratio. <laughs> I, I hate G Task, and I hate that, you know, my main man Elroy here is doing this to himself. But when I met <sighs> this, this punk, he had a 1.34 <laughs> ratio. <laughs> and he bragged about it because, you know, I was like a 1.47 maybe. He's like, yeah, I like easy games and I got the ratio to prove it. That was one of the first messages he sent me. And <laughs> as I Sounds just right, like and as I trekked my way to a million, uh, I crept ever lower. When I signed up for TA, I was 1.54 and I am at 1.43. I'm working, but whatever. This isn't about me. Elroy has crept from a 1.34 up to a 1.51. And he did. It, it, <laughs> it took him like four months to do it. That's the impressive part. Well, thank you. Yeah. So it's uh, it's all because of that stupid contest. And he's about to, the fish. He's about to tank it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's about to epically tank it back down to probably oh, one point four five. It's begun. But, it's uh, begun. I've already dropped. Something that we never thought would happen. Elroy OMJ <laughs> has a one point five ratio. And I'm I just, that blue coloring. Just pat yourself on the back. I, know, I, feel like man, I didn't even spend hard. I didn't spend any time in the purple, man. I just blew right I through the purple. Say, you're going to level out in the purple. You'll never see pink again. <laughs> yeah. Man, I might. You're right about that. It's going to be a while. Elroy, you want to do a cheap yeah. one while you're talking? Yeah, sure. Uh, R56 Cooper S11. That, tighten it up, man. <laughs> he has a new milestone of 17,500. Achievements, Kingsman2625, whose ratio is lower than mine, <laughs> has 20,000 achievements won. Jimbot UK has reached a new milestone. Second place in the G-Test. And 25,000 achievements won. Ow, Nitram has 47,500. That's a lot. And Sangrias. From the hidden levels. Hidden levels <laughs> has 54,250, which is um a lot more. And Gamerscore. What the fuck has reached four hundred and fifty thousand? Totally Crispix, which totally sounds like a cereal, has <laughs> totally. reached a new milestone of one million three hundred thousand gamer score. Well done, Crispix, and True Marvelous, one million six hundred thousand gamer score. That is a lot of hours. I'm sure X and I will attest. Yep. Tag. Okay, I'm out. I got it. T- Oh. oh, no, no, go for it. It's your turn. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, coach no one was speaking up. I don't know. Coats McGoats has reached a new milestone of 125,000 TAs. Uh, go. Oh, I, I just like that name. I'm sorry. I just had to mention that. Oh, man. <laughs> if that's his actual name, that's awesome. Uh, Coats McGoats. Z. I'm sorry. I, I think I've talked over that. Well, let's just redo Look, that one. Do over. Do over. Okay. Coats, okay. Coats McGoats uh, has reached 125. True achievement score. Uh, CGZ 
yeah, we'll go with that. Has reached a new milestone <laughs> right. of two hundred thousand true achievement square. If you DM me your correct pronunciation, I will I will remember it in the future. Uh, Freaky Ro has reached a new milestone of five hundred thousand true achievement square. Rocker Dude has <laughs> reached one. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, fifty twelve uh, has reached seven hundred thousand TA score. Uh, Kabo seventy three has reached a new milestone of seven hundred thousand true achievement score. Professor Pluto has reached seven hundred fifty thousand true achievement score. Totally Crispix has reached two million fifty thousand true achievement score. True Marvelous has reached two million six hundred ten thousand true achievement score. Ow Nitram has reached. Ah, oh, jeez. 2,680,000 True Achievement score. Jimbot UK <laughs> is in the top 20 of the True Achievement leaderboard for Xbox One Puzzle. There's only probably 20 people in that leaderboard. Ooh. <laughs> Rocker Dude 5012, top 100 of games played in Metroidvania. That's a cool one. And Benel72 is in the top 50 of Gamer Score leaderboard for Metroidvania as well. I feel like we're still on on the the that genre aren't we supposed to be doing yeah, something it's, with the it's RPGs? the year of rpg but no one except me is playing rpgs <laughs> and i'm not like in the channel to discuss playing. it so they all started at january but they're all on that first one <laughs> there we go <laughs> that's probably more accurate in life events Kush moose had his birthday uh may 27 he's not yeah. 27 elroy <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I really appreciate you putting the the month on there. That that's <laughs> very helpful. Yeah, thank you. Because uh, otherwise, I'm just like, man, he seems awful young. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Philip Wendell, very youthful. Also uh, had his birthday on the 28th. Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah. way to go. Good deal, man. As All right. All right. So uh, I we always like to have some Xbox trivia, and this time I have a question ready on the front end. So I want to be scrambling to use Gamertag Nation to come up with it. So, are you ready? Let's do it. Ready. All right. So I know that uh, probably um, Mr. Vulgar uh, might have the advantage here, but then again, you both are very fond of the Jackbox games. I know that uh, Mr. Vulgar likes to do uh, host parties. Uh, I'm sure he'll plug those in a few seconds. Uh but uh, the question is, how many different achievements are there in the Jackbox uh, games, if you will? So all the games together, that uh, the Jackbox collection. If you were to have every single achievement, how many achievements would you have? 120. Wait, are, are we not? I thought oh. we were texting Elroy. Oh, are we? Last few times we haven't. Uh, okay, I'm thinking he's uh, going to go with 120, so no um, need to text me. Uh, X. Uh... Well, I, there's 20 in each of the six packs, so there's okay. 120, and then the one had a double stack, so there's 140. Ah. Uh... Um, are we counting like Drawful and Fibbage, the standalones, or just Jackbox? Of course. Oh. They're Jackbox okay, games. so the, that changes there's things. Quiplash, Fibbage, and Drawful two. I'm gonna say those have. 20 each as well so that brings it up to two no no those don't have that i'll uh, i'll just i'll, I'll say uh, man what am i forgetting i'll say 180 i'm gonna say 163 oh man 
Well, you already pl- clocked in with 120, my <laughs> yeah. man. This is this isn't nom, man. There's <laughs> rules here. Yeah. All right. So, and plus, I really like the how this turned out. So you went 120, he went 180. The correct answer is 150. So you both win. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. <laughs> so in case you're curious, there's 20. Like X did a very good job of explaining it. Uh, there's 20 in Jackbox Party Pack, two, three, four, five, and six. Um, and so then there's also an additional 10 for Quiplash and Fibbage and Drawful. So there you go. That is uh, 150, according to TA, when you click on games published by Jackbox Games. So everyone's a winner. Isn't that amazing? Totally unplanned. That's pretty <laughs> Participation cool. Participation right, trophies. So, yeah. I, 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 we totally didn't talk about that, X. So, <laughs> you know, we we just recently were railing uh, on generations, and yeah. Elroy know, did not I, know that Gen Z exists. He thought all those those I did little not. jerks I did running not around know that. causing all the problem. He thought those were still millennials. I thought they were all just millennials. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. he set me straight on that. There's uh, so Zoomers. Zoomers. Hmm. Or okay. the I generation well, too. Well, sadly, this. This show has zoomed on by, and that concludes our show. So for those of you that uh, are looking for us, you can find us on Twitter, Mixer, Discord, and the Patreon. Are we done? Hey, thanks for listening, Thanks for listening. (laughs) You can find us on YouTube and Discord and all the regular places, and you, you know where to find us by now. And if not, listen to the end of last week's episode. Fantastic. We have a Patreon, too, so if you want to fund and support this madness, I suppose you could do that as well. Indeed. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys, this is your Gamertag Challenge Roundup for the month of May. Our Gamertag was Chewy on Ice, His bonus game was any Star Wars game, so a previous completion or any achievement earned in the month of May was worth one bonus entry. And his bonus bonus was pulling off arms, any achievement that contained the letters ARM or ARMS anywhere in the achievement title. We had 25 active participants in the community, 16 of which completed the tag. There were 18 bonus Star Wars games or achievements that were used, and we had 70 arms pulled only 60 of which were valid. Remember, you can only get those bonus bonus points if you complete the gamer tag. There were a total of 448 draws, and our winner, with a score of 22, meaning he pulled no arms, is Matism. Now, Chewy sweetened the pot by saying that whoever gave him the most arms would get a $10 gift card. And the winner, with the most arms is Reset42 with 30 arms. So good job, guys. Next up is June, and the Gamertag Challenge is Freaky RO. He has chosen Lonely Mountains Downhill as his game of the month. Any achievement earned in that game during the month of June or a previous completion will give you one bonus entry. Now, once the Gamertag is complete, you can move on to bonus bonus entries. Our bonus bonus in honor of Freaky RO, a.k.a. Mr. GameStop, a.k.a. Mr. Essential, we're accepting achievements containing essentials. So essentials in this case are food, beverages, and shelter. 
So we are looking for achievements with the following types of words. Air, water, food, shelter. They can be specific examples. Uh, these words must be intended. They must be the intended word and not be a part of a word. So air would be valid, but stare would not. Limit one achievement per game. And the final item is our patron giveaway. Patron giveaway for May is Philip Wendell. Congratulations, and as always, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Hi there, hi there, hi there. Welcome to the latest and quite possibly greatest installment of Chewy's Challenge Championship. We've got a thrilling roundup of May's challenges and some sweet, saucy, sexy challenges lined up for June. So let's get right down to it. Before we get down to the meat and potatoes, you might be wondering, Boy, Chewy sure does sound chipper today. Or boy, Chewy sure does sound off his tits today. Well, apparently, my silky smooth English, not Scottish, accent and ordinarily quite deadpan delivery doesn't necessarily suit the thrills and spills of a segment styled like a wrestling show. So I'm now coming at you hard and fast in the face with high energy and plenty of spunk. If you prefer this chewy, or if you prefer this chewy, let me know in the Discord. Now it's challenge time! May saw six, count them, six challenges issued across the AH101 community, and boy did they deliver. First up, ghost host Fufu Cuddlypoof aimed to bounce back from his win in April's challenge to score least gamer score, with the challenge to earn the most gamer score. His target was the Hat Man. Hat 90. Unfortunately for Fufu, he seemed to forget that he was supposed to be earning most gamer score this time around instead of least and only managed 1,554 to Hatton's much larger 8,419 making Hatton the winner more than five times over. That is quite the spanking. Challenge number two came from the freemiest of all the holes as Freemhole challenged Koosh, Fug, Matroc and Volga to a battle of completions but with a twist of ratio thrown into the scoring. The tastier the ratio, the higher the score. When all was said and done, it was a close-run match, with Koosh trailing just behind Freem, followed by a solid push from Matroc and Fug. But it was Vulgar who clinched the win, as he got the most completions with 15, but also some of the tastiest ratio with a trio of Jackbox completions, proving why he is our intercontinental champion. Challenge 3 was a straight-up TA battle between two of our newest additions to the patron elite. Freaky R.O., more commonly known as Mr. Essential, and Ahayaza. Ahayaza. No, I still can't do it. Freaky pulled out some meaty score with 23,098, but it was the other guy who stormed ahead with 29,089. Our fourth challenge was our biggest one yet, with Pretty Petart presenting a provocative plan to persuade us to pull out and play... Okay, I can't keep that up. She teamed up with her husband, Mr. Petart, to form the Tarty Twosome Tag Team and challenged Rorker and Volga, the Rorker and Latin Connection, Fufu and L, Quick Marriage Annulment, Kush and Chewy, Furry Friends, 
and Matriarch and Chesno Shiba Squad to earn the most gamer scoring games that are under 1000 gamer score. So that's mostly your arcade and your Windows Phone games, but also some random other stuff like Condemned. Apart from Quick Marriage and Almond, who only managed 480 gamer score together, I think that marriage is definitely annulled. All the other teams actually made some effort and cracked 1000 gamer score. Furry Friends grabbed 1,160, Tarty Twosome pulled in a respectable 2,385, the Rourke and Latin Connection managed 3,330, and that's despite Rorkadude holding the team down with only 275, but it was Sheba Squad who walked away with a massive 5,205 gamer score. Chesno, on his own, earned 4,000, which was more than any other team did together. With that win, Matriarch and Chesno are our first tag team champions as the Sheba Squad. Challenge 5 was another biggie, as I challenged fellow Brits Chesno, Eliphalette, LA Jester, Hatton, Jimbot, Danny and Simso to earn the most achievements starting with the letters C-U-P-O-F-T-E-A. That's cup of tea to all you non-spellers out there. I'd say it was a close run match, but with G-Task in the picture, it was only ever really going to go to one of two people. The highest earner from the rest of the pack was yours truly at 161, with Chesno following me at 143, followed by Simso, then Hatton, with close to 100 each. The less said about Jester, the better. Meanwhile, at the other end of the scale, G-Tasker 1, Danny, earned a whopping 282, but then G-Tasker 2, Jimbot, stomped a big old 488 achievements down. With that ultra-mega win, Jimbot has earned the right to face Vulgar for the Intercontinental Championship belt this month. More on that shortly. Finally, we had our CCC title match, with X the Hero hoping to best our long-standing champ Elroy OMJ in a challenge where most good achievements win meaning games rated highly by the community score points, but games with low ratings score negatives. X pulled in a stellar performance with 485 achievements across 16 games. He truly earned his stripes in the challenge by playing all positively rated titles with LEGO games Ninjago and Marvel Avengers, as well as Injustice 2 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, in particular pulling in big points. Unfortunately, his opponent was in the final weeks of G-Tasked and had a deathly determination to end that tournament in a decent position. That meant he spammed the crap out of a whole heap of games, earning an insane 977 achievements in 56 different games. Although low-rated games like Dance Paradise, DayZ, Super Bomberman and Fighters Encaged eroded his score somewhat, in the end, sheer numbers won the day, with multiple Minecraft stacks of hundreds of achievements pushing him above the line. Despite X's best efforts, Elroy brute-forced his way to the win. It's probably little consolation to X that in any other month, he would have had it in the bag easily. So let's take a moment to pour one out for a fallen hero.
And on that bitter note, we're now ready to move on to our June challenges. And boy, let me tell you, we have some real crackers in store. You're probably sick of hearing my voice now, and I need a glass of water. So for our first challenge, I'm going to hand you over to a very, very special guest, Jablach. Welcome to the first Chewy's Challenge Championship, Canadian edition. We aren't going to talk about hockey and Putin today. Oh no, we're going to be talking about something much more dangerous. You've heard of thumbtack matches, right? How about barbed wire on a bat on a pole? Those are nothing compared to the viciousness of what I have in store for these competitors. This is the first ever Triple C Lego match. These matches were once banned in South America due to the unfortunate injury to Giant Caesar. If you didn't see the match, let's just say his croutons are made out of 2x3 blocks, and I heard they were never able to find that Harry Potter minifigure. Moving on, the stipulations to this match are simple. By the end of the month, be the person with the most gamer score in Lego games. That's it. Any games in TA's Lego series are valid. Yeah, you want to play Lego Rock Band or Bionicle Heroes? Sure, why not? Now is the time for you to make the push to finish Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Oh my god, I hated that game. I can't believe they made us run through the levels so many... Uh, what? Oh, right, yeah. Um, let's run down who we have in the Savage Match. The Slowpoke himself? Fighter Chip. Is this the first time Chip has ever been first for anything? His Pokemon brethren? I need Topega. Mr. Vayner himself? Kushmoose. A man who can't even say his own name? Eliflet. One of Slovakia's top gamers? Michael KV. Wait, is this right? The retired gamer X is taking part? The man who actually played with Lego when it was still new? Retro Chief. Sheba's number one fan, Chesno. Everyone's favorite heel, and that's favorite with a U, Big L. The Lego man himself, Lego Head. You better make sure you're not wearing a red shirt around Prue. The vowel to consonant ratio is off in this name, Ahazo. Wait, hadn't 90 is in? Did someone tell him Lego was a sports game? And Old Man Fug wants you all off his Lego lawn. Kronos says it's his time. Facial Lafleur is going to make you bleed your own blood. Someone advertising their hot flashes. Ice Fire TN. I think this guy misspelled his favorite cartoon. Simso. And I can't forget my fellow GMs, Vulgar and Chewy. They need to show these jabronis you don't mess with the folks in charge. And I've saved the best for last. Me. You can be sure that I will keep my undefeated streak alive. I'm so... Of course one win is an undefeated streak. Now what was I saying? Right. I'm so confident that I'm going to be putting up my own money. The top three finishers will win Xbox currency cards. The first place, $20. Second place, 10 And third place, you're going to get a whole whopping $5. Now let's get this J-Block match started. See what I did there? J-Block? Like J-Black, but block? Oh, come on. That's funny. Whatever, ring the bell. Wait, wait, get over here, ref. I didn't announce Matriarch. She was hiding under the ring. This isn't fair. Fine, whatever. She can be in the match. What's one more person for me to beat? Thanks, Jablach. That is a truly special challenge and one that has generated a huge amount of buzz on the Discord. And just remember, as the month progresses and you've smashed your three billionth brick in your 19th Lego game, you know you just need to... 
Challenge 2 comes as Sheba Squad, fresh from their inaugural tag win, have to defend their title straight away. Volgolatin has ditched his poultry partner Rorka and picked up a new contender in Death Dealers to form Death and Taxes. This is a straight-up completions battle between Death and Taxes and Sheba Squad with no gimmicks, so may the best team win. Fresh from his GTAS success, we're giving our champ Elroy OMJ a rest this month so he can come back fighting in July. Actually, you know what? No, we aren't. Let's punish, I mean celebrate, his number 5 position in the GTUSK and impending 1 million gamer score by putting him in a handicap match against 5 competitors, each with under 200,000 gamer score themselves. Can he single-handedly earn more gamer score in a month than Fufu, Simso, Doughboy, Hatton and Death Dealers combined? Maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. To celebrate the excellent news of a ground-up remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 coming in September, Fufu challenged myself and Rorka to a long-haul skateboarding challenge. Whoever earns the most gamer score in skateboarding games between June and September inclusive wins. For the most part, that means we'll be trawling eBay and GameSpot for those old 360 Tony Hawk's games before ploughing into the new one full force in September. I'll be providing updates on the progress of this four-month-long challenge in each instalment. After taking each other on in May, Freaky RO and... Ah... Let's just call him Al have now teamed up to form Empty Barrels and are looking to take on Matroch and Big L as Degeneration Extra Cheese. That's right, Matroch is stacking tag challenges this month as well as joining in on the Lego Madness. That's dedication, folks. Just don't tell Chesno she's moonlighting on another team. Their challenge is to earn the same achievements as each other. That may sound confusing, but let's say Matroch earns an achievement in a game and then L earns the same achievement. That would be one point right there. This challenge plays into Matriarch and L's joined at the hip playstyle, so let's see if Empty Barrels can coordinate well enough to bring them down. Finally, we have our intercontinental title match between title holder Volga Latin and G-Task to team, and more importantly, Cup of Tea Challenge winner Jimbot. This is a match of Vulgar's creation and is based on the 2 out of 3 falls wrestling match. The twist here is that it's 2 out of 3 genres. The winner is whoever earns the most gamer score in 2 out of 3 genres chosen by the competitors themselves and myself. I've chosen beat-em-ups because that felt fitting. Jimbot has chosen platformers because that's where he truly shines. And Volga's choice is collection. That sly dog. Whoever earns the most gamer score in two out of those three genres wins. Good luck everyone, and I'll be back next month with the results of those challenges and the challenges for July. And we've got something pretty special planned, let me tell you. If you have an idea for a challenge, hit me up in the Discord or on TA. I've been Chewy on Ice and this has been Chewy's Challenge Championship.
What's up everyone? Elroy OMJ here for a quick review of Whittle 2 Deluxe Plus. A platformer that released mid-April and is currently available for a penny shy of 13 bucks. Now I was looking forward to playing this one for I, I was one of those who indulged on the original incarnation of the game that came out about a year prior. And for those of you that never played it, you're a log. Yep, you're a log. It runs around and you're pistol whipping enemies with a leaf that you carry. Now, when you get hit, your leaf shrinks and then you will regenerate after a while. But if you get hit a few times before, it regenerates and you die. And it's kind of a, a uh, I don't know, 3D platformer. And uh, in the original, the stages were much smaller. And uh, I'll get to that in a second. Now, um, people kind of often complain that a sequel is never as good as the original and people less often complain that a sequel to a game that you enjoyed makes you want to stick both the log hero Woodle and your head into a wood chipper but that was the case here now <laughs> I had to think long and hard on when I had been this disappointed in a sequel and the only one that I could think of was the second Dolin's adventure I really enjoyed the first one and then the second one came along and abandoned like everything that was fun about the first game and then kind of turned it into something completely different now unfortunately that's not the case with this game it's basically just a repackaging of the first game uh, but with more of an open world style now the downside to this new development is that there is absolutely nothing in this game that tells you where to go or what to do once you get through the tutorial in the first stage so each stage is comprised of a theme so um, you have your typical ice world you have a desert world and i'm sure there's other worlds as well but um yeah i didn't really find them and i'll, I'll explain what happened here in a sec but in each world you have to collect three raindrops to save one of these plant hero things that has something to do with uh, restoring order after some weird shadow gradient enemy looking things emerged out of nowhere and killed them uh, in a it was a really poorly explained cutscene at the beginning of the game also on each level you have to collect 80 randomly placed blueberries yes 80 they're everywhere there but yet you don't see them and uh, they're very well hidden and there's 80 of them on each stage yes and that's there's actually other collectibles as well um, there's I think 27 other collectibles I think in all there's 900 and something blueberries uh, and you guessed it there's an achievement for finding them all um, it just tells you what your total for each stage is but after that good luck uh, I think I found 72 on the first stage, and I have no idea where those last eight are. I don't know if I get stuff later to come back and able to find them, or, I mean, I looked everywhere. So, yeah, that sounds like fun, because uh, that was, you know, the easiest stage on the game. Now, I played through the tutorial, and then I got all the raindrops that I needed to save the tree dude for the stage one. At that point, I was back at the main hub, and um, I 
okay game um <laughs> what am i supposed to do now i don't know i i mean i i'm a decent gamer i i don't you know i i i can figure things out but this world is huge man it's like uh hyrule man it's like this big old map and there's areas on every side of it and you just gotta kind of do your own thing so i went around trying to find stage two i found stage eight okay and i was like well i don't know that i'm supposed to do that stage right now and then i found stage seven okay um i just kept looking and finally um i did find stage two i have no idea where stages three to six are but i assume they're included in the game somewhere um it only took me 45 minutes or so to find stage two uh i still uh, well i worked my way through stage two and i found a raindrop and then i found a second raindrop but for some reason it would not let me grab this raindrop it had a shield around it which on the other stage it meant you had to destroy the nearby enemies in order to access it <sighs> okay so a bloodbath ensued and i issued a zero tolerance policy with any enemy that was within a square mile of that damn thing but i still couldn't get it no explanation was provided and absolutely no guides or assistance can be found anywhere on the interwebs so then i was like well maybe there's a power up somewhere that i need to somehow get it to open for me and um there's a couple of times where i tried to break some blocks and it told me i didn't have the right kind of leaf and there was something about power-ups in the achievement list so i decided to go search somewhere else um i don't know if that's what i'm supposed to do or not i still don't know now the search ensued and i ended up just going to world eight i was like well let me try world eight because i knew at the top if i got to the top of the mountain in world eight that i would get an achievement and at this point in, of my encounter with this game, that was a welcome change because uh, you're not going to pop a whole lot of stuff really fast on this game. Um, at least I didn't. Uh, now, I found all three raindrops on stage eight, and I stood proudly at the top of the mountain, and I just sat there and waited, double jump, you know, got as high as I could on the mountain, you know, ran around jumping all over the top of the mountain. It's, it's very flat. It's not like there's some part that's higher than the other um because you're there's achievement for getting to the top of the mountain i was definitely at the top of the mountain no pop uh so i tried loading the checkpoint but nothing and then i teleported to another location and then the game did something great it froze on me oh yeah it just froze it just wouldn't let me do anything so i had the dashboard and then i went back into the game and when i did all my progress since beating the first stage, i.e. two hours, had been wiped clean. It's like I had never been to that mountain. At that point, a furious rage uh, ensued, and uh, I let Br'er Rocker know what a piece of poo this game was, and I haven't been back. I don't know if I accidentally you know, broke it by doing the levels out of order, but if that's what happens when you do the le levels out of order, maybe put something, you know, anything, anything at all that would prevent that something as simple as an arrow or maybe a giant freaking lock gate in front of the stage that will magically open when you have what you need to go into that stage i don't know i'm just spitballing here something you know come on but whatever the case the game broke the sacred trust between games and chivo hunters if you earn a chivo you get a chivo pop 
And that's, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. Also, you don't go deleting people's exploration progress. That's, that's definitely a red flag. But uh, apparently uh, this game uh, did not get that training or that memo. And in case you, yeah, well, also, in case you needed one more reason not to play this game, let me tell you briefly about the button scheme. Uh, this was covered by myself, X, Volger, and Foof in level 95. If you want to go back and have a listen, and added bonus, you get to hear Foof's funny Halo story all over again. Uh, but anyway, that's where to go, level 95. But in this game, the run button, so if you want to move faster, is X. You just hold down the X button. So what if you want to attack something? Oh, you hit B. So B's attack, X is run. And then if you want to glide out of a jump so you can get further, you jump and then you like use your leaf to glide over to other platforms. It isn't obtained by holding one of the triggers or by um, holding the jump button after pressing it. Rather, you have to switch to the Y button. So you jump, uh, you double jump with A and hit Y when you think you're at the peak of your jump and then you can glide. So yeah, it's a hot mess and it takes a while to figure out. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I ran into the enemy as opposed to attacking them because, well, you know, the buttons are not in the right spot. But in all, <laughs> I, I don't know if you, uh, spoiler alert, I cannot in good conscience suggest this game. It will frustrate the tar out of you. And the only way I will ever go back is if there's some kind of guide or very exhaustive walkthrough that emerges uh, and will explain to me what in the world I was doing wrong. Or maybe there's going to be an update that will fix some of the problems of random character spawns I didn't even get into. Uh, where you're just walking along, uh, fell th through to the center of the earth once when I loaded up a checkpoint. Uh, I guess the floor didn't render in time, so I just kept falling and had to find a checkpoint that it had a floor. <sighs> a lot of technical issues here. Uh, can't get past the whole uh, broken, breaking the sacred trust. There's a lot of things that uh, uh, just did not go right here. Uh, so much like the character, which is a log, a log, it's big, it's heavy, it's wood, the sequel packs a similar thud when it hits the ground, uh, unless the ground's missing. Now, I would give it one and a half pieces of wood out of five, except, and I only give it the one and a half just because the first stage was nice, uh, and then it just went downhill after that. Uh, but I would give it to him, but unfortunately my grain system froze up and when I started it back up all the stars were gone Sorry, I would give it back to you, but it just didn't make the cut <sighs> Thanks for listening Wouldn't it be cool if the areas that the players are congregating and for example say, you know pooing is Places that can spread disease. So a lot of people hang around Chuno. What if Chuno was a significant vector for disease? So we're still te teasing this idea out, but I think this is going to become a big part of DayZ. Hello, I'm Waka Pale, and GTOSC 2019 to 2020 is over. Congratulations to Inferno 118 for taking home the individual contest with 100. 33,331 points in the final period. And is this team leapfrog, consisting of Jimbot UK, Infamous and Daniel JJ14 
for winning the team side with 337,543 points in the final week. You guys scored more TAD in a week than most users on True Achievements earn in years. GTask makes you play some less than stellar games for quick TAD, and if you ask me what the worst game I played during the contest was, I would reply DayZ. DayZ is an incredibly ambitious game. It reached for the stars, but their home-built spaceship didn't get very far before it crashed through the neighbor's roof. The game was rather recently added to Game Pass, which made plenty of people check it out, now that they didn't have to pay $50 for it. Many wish they never did. Daisy is a multiplayer survival game set in a Soviet region after a pandemic has killed most of its inhabitants and turned rest into zombies. The map is enormous, spanning 225 square kilometers. According to a quick Google search, it takes 45 minutes to run at top speed from one edge of the map to the other. There can be up to 50 people on the official servers, meaning you are not very likely to find other players unless you seek them out. Since the spawn points are random, and there is no in-game map, unless you count tourist maps, just finding a friend on the same server can take hours. It can even be difficult to find zombies, as the map is very sparsely populated. The zombies are the fast kind, but they are hardly a threat and can easily be killed using your bare hands as long as you've figured out the controls, which is easier said than done. For example, to use the Mosin rifle with a scope, you need to put it in your hands, hold the left trigger, push the right stick, push right on the d-pad to use the scope, then you might want to hold your breath while aiming by pushing the left stick, zero the scope by pressing up or down on the d-pad, and go prone or lie down by pressing B. You're now ready to take the shot with the right trigger if the gun is loaded. In DayZ, there are no goals or objectives other than those you set out yourself, making achievements the only reason for most of us to play it. If you're playing on an official server, this could easily take you over 50 hours, as you would struggle to find anything or anyone useful and keep alive while doing it. While the zombies are mostly a nuisance, you have to figure out how to stay fed, hydrated, warm, uninjured and otherwise healthy. Whatever you do, do not get wet unless you have a campfire ready. If you get wet, you'll quickly freeze to death or catch a sickness that will kill you unless you hunker down in one spot with a bunch of supplies and hope to get better. This means rain equals death. When researching the game, multiple people suggested logging off if it starts to rain or your character will die. The same goes for eating spoiled or uncooked food. You will get sick and starve to death. It is also very easy to start bleeding and you will bleed to death unless you treat the wound. While you can start bleeding from taking damage from enemies, you are more likely to get cuts while running through bushes or wearing out your shoes causing your feet to bleed. Kushmus claimed he started bleeding from shaving, which, to quote him, is a level of realism I don't need. While quoting, I have to repeat this gem from the lead designer of DayZ, Dean Hall. I hope I implement a lot of bad ideas, so that then we know they are bad. Then we can remove them and move on. If we stick to safe ideas, this isn't going to become a great game over the next few months. It will just be a cool idea and we'll try and spend the next 10 years going around conventions talking about how cool it was. I would rather follow all dead ends so I know what works and what doesn't. 
That quote is from 2012, by the way, and there sure are a lot of bad ideas left in the game. Daisy is a glitchy nightmare of bad user interface and game-breaking bugs. I totally recommend you check the game out, if you do so within two weeks. Because with Achievement Hunting 101's excellent achievement server, you can complete the game in 90 minutes with a Sherpa. While you can do all but one achievement in an hour, the last 30 minutes will be for waiting for your facial hair to grow so you can shave it for the final achievement. Rocky Dude might have configured the very best achievement server around, but it will go offline in the middle of June. With Game Pass, you get to catch a glimpse of this abysmal $50 dumpster fire and get 1000 game score worth almost 5000 TA with very little effort. Hit up the Achievement Hunting 101 Discord for server details and finding a Sherpa. There are multiple people still helping others complete this game before the Achievement server is shut down. Have a nice day everyone, and if you are listening to this in the far future, do not play DayZ.